Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Thanks for clicking on the video or being in the live stream today. The micro gaming news topics that we're going to be going through right next to me Starfield launch date, as well as information about E3 appearances, Biomutant gameplay breakdown, more information with that game right around the corner, and then information about Ratchet and Clank, another game that will soon be launching that we have some information about, and then an upload later today with my days gone first impressions before you buy remember if you're in the live audience to hit the like button if you've never been here before hit subscribe and the bell button so starfield has been a highly anticipated game for a while just tons and tons of rumors and just recently we covered some of the leaks that came out about this game kind of a lot of leaks over the weekend also with the division heartland now starfield is not really in a position to even start saying anything to us yet and yet it seems that we're going to be hearing from them just around the corner at E3 and unfortunately not seeing the game this year so this was reported by the gamer and Starfield is rumored to appear at this year's digital E3 event and will reportedly launch next year rather than in 2021 so it comes from an industry insider Jeff Grubb on the latest stream of his gaming news show the game mess show live now after talking about the recent news that Starfield would be exclusive to Xbox and PC He caps off the section by claiming that Starfield will not be launching in 2021 and will launch next year instead. He goes on to claim that it will be shown at E3 and that he's pretty confident about that. We are going to be covering E3 here on this channel and one of the things I've really been pressing to everybody is it's such an easy opportunity for exposure and marketing, especially now that you don't have to travel out to LA and get a hotel and pay for booths and get all of your staff there. All of this this digitization of these conferences and E3 and stuff is going to make it a lot easier for, for games like this to get a showing. So it's not surprising to me that if this game does have a planned launch in 2022, that they would want to start some of the marketing now Microsoft needs a win they've done a lot of announcing and not a lot of showing since the embarrassing showing of Halo Infinite last year now this is there's more from the article though when asked later in the show whether Grubb knows what kind of present Starfield will have at E3 he claims he doesn't know what Starfield's going to look like but expects gameplay of course these are just rumors although Jeff Grubb is usually a very reliable source on video game leaks it would be strange if Starfield wasn't at E3 especially since this is Microsoft's first big event since its acquisition of Bethesda so they've not done any big announcements they've not done any big events and they've not really had the greatest showing you know since Halo is still sort of hanging in the air as a bit of a blemish. There's also recent news which backs up his claim that Starfield will release next year, as another insider has revealed that Microsoft has already bought up ad space for Starfield, which is scheduled for later this year. The fact that Microsoft is buying up space to advertise Starfield, it's safe to assume that it will be getting a more in-depth reveal either at E3 or later this year. Essentially, the logic here is why would you be buying ad space 
space later in this year if you were launching this year unless they're going to do a really fast ramp up for a uh, a holiday release I don't see this game landing in 2021 and now we've got multiple insiders kind of confirming that this thing's getting kicked into next year that's happening to a lot of games there's also been a significant amount of Starfield related news over the past week with one rumor going on to tease the possibility of Tom Cruise joining the cast of the game. The Bethesda Twitter account recently mentioned the actor and asked him whether he wanted to get a head start on our new thing, revealing that the two are working on a project together. That would obviously be well in step with something that recently happened with Cyberpunk and Keanu Reeves tapping big name Hollywood, you know, Hollywood actors to jump in to the lineup of your game. So we'll wait and see if anything comes from that and E3 is just around the corner in a month. Now, moving on to Biomutant Gameplay Breakdown. This game is one week away. So Game Rant here reporting, saying the same thing. Just around the corner, this game we're going to be playing on SNTR Gaming. Going to be doing review, breakdown, and really diving into this one because it's looking better and better the more that we see. Ahead of its release, developer THQ Nordic has released a new trailer explaining what players can expect when they get their hands on Biomutant. For those who don't know, it's an action RPG. It puts players in control of a furry fighter in a post-apocalyptic setting. It allows you to pick from various breeds and classes to learn a variety of abilities and craftable equipment to explore the world and fight enemies. So we've kind of covered that brief synopsis in another video where I talked about how the customization is kind of crazy in this game looking very promising like if you input a bunch of stats into your strength you'll be really big and beefy so whether your stats actually affect your appearance of the character and then there's all kind of different customization options for the weapons it's a great video and it's it's really got me excited about what this game's going to have to offer Now, the trailer begins by giving a broad overview of what games Biomutant is similar to. The trailer features narration by uh, Stefan Lundquist. I think we've quoted this person before. I really, we're probably butchering the name. The art, uh, this is the, uh, the art and creative director at Experiment 101, who likens Biomutant to other popular games like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Ratchet and Clank, and Devil May Cry. The video then gives players a brief look at Biomutant's character creation system as well as the customization options players have for personalizing their clothing the new trailer points out the variety of weapons players can expect to take advantage of in Biomutant with a range from a toothbrush to a squirt gun now that's a little concerning sometimes for me because I know the Dead Rising games and other games like that that give you an obscene amount of freedom where you're beating people up with a mop or a chainsaw and you're just whipping it around your head and all kind of crazy stuff it can lead to a I I think a frivolousness and a silliness that is fun for a little while and then it just kind of becomes a goofy combat simulator I'm hoping there's a level of seriousness to the combat in this game, and from what we've seen of the boss fights, that could reign true. The trailer also gives a look at the six different tribes that are spread out across the world. Combined, the tribes make up the majority of the characters that players will come across in Biomutant. Each tribe has a different combat style that they have mastered, and they are all warring with one another, making the player choose to align with one of them at the start of the game. So that's going to kind of give you a lane to play until. Now, I don't know if that's going to lead to to replay value like hey you played the entire game aligning with this tribe you know with six different tribes and different fighting styles is that going to have a dramatic impact 
on your gameplay to the point that you might want to do a replay and pick all six we'll have to you know wait and see Finally, the trailer gives a look at the game's ability system known as mutations. It breaks down the various types of mutations and gives a look at some of the options players will be able to use, as well as how they can be chained together with other mutations. Now, I have never been a huge fan of Devil May Cry, given the, you know, the stringing together of combos, and it's a very, very, very linear on rails kind of game this game is obviously more open world rpg so when i hear zelda breath of the wild i get very excited Uh, and obviously fans of ratchet and clank which we're about to talk about they hear that and they get excited as well so it will remain to be seen you know we'll be looking at this next week and playing it whether or not those six tribes and play styles are going to lead to some level of replay value and if not is it just going to be one of those sort of frivolous skill trees everybody has access to no matter what i mean we've all played those games where by the end you filled out the entire skill tree so it kind of doesn't matter and i'm really hoping this game doesn't fall into one of those lanes because from what i'm seeing they were very thoughtful about a lot of the customization Lastly, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart very, very, you know, close to launching as well, and there's now more gameplay that has been released by Insomniac. So this was reported by The Gamer. This time they were showcasing the weapons players will be able to use in the game. In what is rather a meta trailer for the game, Zircon Jr. welcomes you to a Rift Apart launch party. He announces that today the weapons and the traversals will be the center of attention. Uh, he kicks off with something called a Rift Tether, a weapon that has been shown before that allows Ratchet to teleport from place to place. A new weapon comes next called the Phantom Dash. As he explains in the video, it allows Ratchet and presumably Rivet too to temporarily cease to exist to avoid an attack. Uh, it appears to be a weird effect that can be seen in other gameplay reveals where Ratchet splits into multiple versions of himself. Now, I hear this and I think of Portal. I think of you know, the idea of creating your own path in a game, and I get very excited. Now, if you haven't seen some of the gameplay for this game, you're really going to want to look it up. We don't really show gameplay in these news breakdowns, but there is something very special here with the seamlessness, the speed, the lack of loading screens, uh, the creativity. I, th- this game, I think, is is I, it's going to be a special one. I've got a good feeling about it, even as somebody who really didn't grow up playing on PlayStation and some of their more token titles like Ratchet & Clank. I think this one's on its way to being a very memorable title. Now, both the Phantom Dash and the Rift Tether are rather defensive ways to approach the game, but there's plenty of ways to attack as well. Uh, Buzz Blades are back, and another new weapon named the Enforcer looks like it might be even more powerful than the 2016 game's Warmonger. Other weapons shown off in the trailer include a Lightning Rod, which fries your enemies, and Cold Snap, which freezes them. So, similar to comments I've made about Biomutant, you know, if the games get very sort of frivolous and kind of button mashy and silly, they can be certainly very satisfying, but I have been leaning a little bit more toward games where the combat is a little bit more thoughtful and slightly more challenging and punishing. Obviously, I've I've got a video about why I walked away from Returnal and why I don't play Souls games and things like that. I like games that kind of land in the middle. I think Jedi Fallen Order is a good example of that. And some of these games I'm looking at think, this is going to be a really, really great game, but concerned that some of that combat might be a little bit silly. But Ratchet & Clank's another great 
hopefully summer hopefully it doesn't get delayed so many delays going on right now hopefully it lands in the summer as planned so if you like this video do me a favor please hit the like button and uh, if you're in the audience right now get that chat going with likes hit subscribe and make sure your bell button set to all so you don't miss out on the daily live streams and for those of you that are here live i'll see you in a moment Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you all for being here bright and early this morning. I hope you enjoyed this morning's micro gaming news. That there was some good stuff in there, and we're gonna let you determine, you know, kind of where the poll lands. We're not gonna do a poll right away. We're gonna kind of let the conversation go. And then whatever we feel we're centering around, maybe come up with a poll, maybe a, a point of debate, something that we can really bat the ball around with. So thank you so much for being here. Strong start to the day. Lots of folks here. Click the like button. Make sure you're subscribed with bell button set to all. And then that is later today. So this morning, obviously, more news about Biomutant. The Starfield news, while good, is also a little bad. It's like we might actually get to see gameplay at E three right we might actually get to see it and then ratchet and clank more info about that game which obviously many people are looking forward to i don't have long hair anymore but i'm still periodically finding hairs on me and then later today i'm going to give you my before you buy days gone on pc before you buy we've been ending the day with a 10 minute video we all go kind of watch it together so if you're not here for that look for that video around 12 30 eastern uh and always remember that when those videos hit it's just a basic it's just a nice little extra 10 minute video that's covering a relevant topic and I, I I found the days gone PC to be a to be a pretty pretty good port so that video should help you make the decision about whether or not to dive in I cover more than just like stability and graphics I talk about gameplay as well as story so if you're here this morning I hope you're having a good one uh, can we discuss the UFO stuff no I don't I don't want to I mean I maybe we could you know we don't have to stick to we don't have to stick to a rigid schedule or uh, topics anymore. If you guys want to do a UFO debate, do you think they're real? <laughs> Are there aliens flying over aircraft carriers uh, and government buildings? You know, that's a, that's a great, great question. Uh, you know, you guys can debate whether or not you think they're they are real. Uh, Devil May Cry is a very niche game. Yeah, the, the, the comparisons to Devil May Cry for Biomutant, I think, is primarily because of the combos that you can do. I don't think it's going to feel like Devil May Cry. I think they they reference that. They reference that purely because you're going to be able to string together like really really long combos. Um, and that's that's the gist of it. Now again, combo driven combat for me can get a little bit I think it can get a little uh you know chintzy or overdone, overbaked. It can feel a little frivolous, uh, you know, and my concerns about Biomutant are basically centering around that. Is is the combo gonna get you know, combo driven combat? Is that gameplay loop gonna start to become less satisfying in games where it becomes essentially you're an unkillable 
Uh, this isn't true of Devil May Cry, by the way. But you're an unkillable, you know, button masher. I- I've never, I've never really been a huge fan of games like that. It starts to feel frivolous and and chintzy, and so that's been my one hope for uh, for the the Biomutant combat. I want it to feel important. Maybe there's difficulty settings. Maybe the bosses are going to be pretty challenging. Uh, I've seen some of the fights. They look pretty big. So I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that it doesn't fall into one of those lanes of like yeah just 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 hit enough buttons and you'll do some really cool combos and the enemies are just sort of uh, combat test dummies. Does that make sense? I'm not saying that is true of 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 Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry is certainly a game that is very you know very challenging and combo driven. But I know that there are games that they they fall into that lane. And they can tend to, I think, become a little less enjoyable with time. I've noticed a lot of combo-based games, the combos almost seem like the least effective strategies. Right, right. Or, or again, or again, it just starts to feel like the enemies are just there as, as combat simulation test dummies, and you're just getting knocked. Like, once you hit them up in the air, they're helpless, you know? And it's like, well, okay, they're not even a threat. You need to add a dash of Dark Souls. As I said in the video, I, I would really, really like a middle ground. I, I, I like a game that falls into a happy medium, and I, I thought that, I thought that the uh, the J- Jedi Fallen Order was a game that did a really good job of delivering important and meaningful, fun, satisfying combat. You couldn't just button mash your way through. The gunplay seems pretty weak in Biomutant, at least at the start like little pea shooters yeah and I'm and, and see that's actually that makes me feel a little bit better honestly usually if a game starts out and there's aspects of your combat that seem that they are weak um, I actually I actually get excited when I hear that because that means there's a possibility that uh, you know you have to invest in a certain playstyle to get stronger um, and and get more and get more powerful you need to play Sekiro yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish I could go back. I know people enjoy the pain. Um, I've always thought about that could be like a segment we do regularly is like, you know, uh, like Lono goes and plays a really painful game. Uh, you know, a Say Yes to Rage, you know, segment or something. Uh, let me update. Let me update the, uh, let's see here the shirt command i am wearing a zelda shirt today that you can get on 80s tees shirt command will take you over to the zelda collection always remember you can use code lono for 30 percent off 30 30 percent off at 80s tees.com if you want to get any of the shirts that i'm ever wearing on the show always remember to use that shirt command we had i don't even know how many coffee orders yesterday uh how many was it babe seven or eight it was it's pretty Huh? Yeah, yesterday. Seven or eight or something like that. Maybe like ten. Hey, buddy. So those are... You printed those last night. So if you ordered... Yeah, if you ordered coffee, you should have got an email last night about the pa- you know the shipping getting started. That means we printed your label and they should get dropped off today at USPS. Uh, USPS. So... Thank you to all the people who ordered coffee yesterday. If you want to reorder more or order for the first time, use that coffee command. And thank you for all the kind words about it, both on Twitter, in the Discord, and in the YouTube chat. 
the Rageous Roast is back, and uh, we appreciate you know all of the support for it. Um, if you went and played Dark Souls, uh, you could also enlist your community to help you with bosses that give you trouble. Drop a password in the Discord, and bam, good to go. No level restrictions. That wouldn't be the fun. I don't think that that would be very fun, though. No, I, oh, I just getting help. I think it'd be more entertaining to watch me suffer through it and try and beat it. You know what I mean? I found you from your Dark Souls 3 video. You should go back. You did pretty well. Are you serious? That's how you found me? That is the most unusual way to find my content. I am very much not a Souls player. I'm not really a, like a high-end gameplay streamer. I, I The gameplay channel is doing fam, you know fantastic, but we are generally over here doing conversations, and I am I'm considered a casual in, you know, by most... Um, estimations of people who look at gameplay or <clears throat> the types of games that I play or how I approach them. Unfortunately, as much as I enjoyed Days Gone yesterday, you guys are going to hear this in the video later, my my Days Gone before you buy. Um, I I am just, I, I'm, I'm sad. I'm, I'm, it's another game I know I'm not going to be able to finish. I just, I don't think number one, it's not new enough. And number two, I just, I don't think the, uh, the, the what we're trying to do squares with that, you know, it doesn't really square with playing a game all the way to the end and, and you know, doing every every little nook and cranny. And that's a game where I was actually enjoying the dialogue. I was going up to every, you know, all the different characters and enjoying what they were saying. Um, and it's just a bummer, like, deep down I know, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to, you know, I'm not going to be able to finish this one, you know? but if you hit a wall and start feeling that burnout for the boss and you want to just move forward uh, uh, it's an option I do not recommend co-op for exploration or level traversal right 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 casual is high praise whatever whatever we oversell my casual nature here I think we do I think we oversell it just a little bit Um, your video showed up on my feed I love watching noobs go through it so I gave them a watch, and I found this channel. Okay, awesome, awesome. I, I, uh, we, we weren't, we've not been doing the best job of cross pollinating. The gaming channel's been doing really well, and we want to make sure we're we're taking those people and bringing them over here. Uh, we've we've not been very quiet about this. We're, we are, you know, we are basically rebuilding this channel every day. I I gain, you know, if you're a newer sub, you're essentially replacing a lot of the people that are unsubbing. Uh, basically I'm watching the little bar and it's like people really really thought I think that I was going to come back around and cover Destiny and I just refused to and I am torn I feel bad because I know people feel like they lost that community they lost that 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 thing that they could do but I'm really trying to make it very clear you can still come here every day and hang out and have the same debates and the same conversations it just can't be about that game there's plenty of things in gaming that we can discuss and break down from we had a really lively debate about Halo Infinite Crunch there's microtransactions there's you know the XP boosts that are going to be sold in the the new world MMO game from Amazon uh, apparently I, I somebody left a comment this morning um, apparently they're also considering selling quality of life things like fast travel which sounds ridiculous but 
Sounds like they're taking a page out of Elder Scrolls Online. I mean, Elder Scrolls sells something like that. It's not a direct purchase, but the crafting bag in Elder Scrolls Online, I mean, come on now, call a spade a spade here. But they, they jam that in with so much value, nobody complains. Like the the monthly subscription fee that you play, you know, you pay to ESO comes with more than enough value. Uh, I just feel like they they bruise your at your experience just enough that you feel you've got to do that. Um, Genks, I have not had time to do those transcripts. I'm I'm insanely busy. Um, I, I I I've never worked this much ever in the history of content creation. I just haven't. Um, we're right. I feel like I basically feel like I'm right back to square one of throwing a hundred hours a week at something and not it's and watching it just not work. It's just like okay, let's just keep going. Um, you know. Um, so I have not had time to type up those transcripts. Good morning, Hex. Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. I see you there. Good morning, Mike. Good to see you. Good morning, Small King. Uh, what kind of games will you enjoy to invest will complete from start to finish on your channel? I honestly don't know, Puffy, because that's going to be a challenge. Like, I was thinking that the first game that that would ever happen with would probably be God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn sequel. Um... But again, we're going to face the same problem here that we faced on the other platform. For the first time ever in my life of doing content creation, I can play a new game and get support. I never had that experience before. So being able to play Resident Evil and have a ton of people hanging out and really good views for those vi- the, those videos, that was very exciting. But by the time we got to part four... That ship was starting to sail. It was starting. To, it was starting to drift out to sea. Right, less people care. Less people showing up now. Games like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, well, Horizon Forbidden Wests, maybe those will play a little bit different with the audience. Maybe because they're not horror. Maybe because they're not so story driven. I don't know. Right. I really, really don't. I, I don't know what um, that'll look like. But ultimately we're still sort of in the same situation the really really big youtubers get everything early they get everything recorded they shovel those things out they do highlights right so we'll wait and see we'll wait and see i I really would want to play a game like horizon forbidden west and the new and god of war ragnarok i would really want to play those to completion i would um but at the same time if we get to part five and six and the audience is just not vibing, I have to make a call, right? Now, uh, how long have I been live? For 26 minutes, your broadcast didn't auto-start. Auto-start's been acting up again. They're making changes. Barrier leaves my playlist playing all day, and he's been coming home to like a really weird screen that shows like my old Say No to Rage banner, and it's like the live stream is ended, and it's like, what is this? I don't know if they're doing background stuff to live streams or live stream channels. Yo, what's good, Casual Craig? Uh, your business will suffer if you don't supply the demand, but I understand your resistance. As a business, it will hurt you by going against the grain. Do you want to see my metrics and see that I'm making about 50% of my, my normal YouTube income? You think I'm unaware of that? You think that feels good? I refuse to I refuse to bend the knee. I'm not going to go clamoring back to covering destiny as as some form of business panic. No, I believe in the process. 
I believe in the process. In six months, in six months, we will likely have lost X number of thousands of subs and have X number of thousands of new subs. And I would rather make content for the new subs because I'm, I can't, I can't do it. I'd rather make less money. I'd rather make less money than cover that game. And that's the facts. That's the facts, Jack. <clears throat> and plus, the projections are looking good. We can do this for a year and essentially rebuild. That's what. That's basically what my mentality is now. We got to get the next year in the summer. We got to this year in the summer, so we survived the detonation. If we can get the next year in the summer, that's the rebuilding process. So... That's the rebuilding process. Ultimately, I look at it as an aftershock. Like, they basically tore down the entire building. They destroyed my business. Absolutely destroyed it, right? And they don't give a freaking rip. They do not care. They know that they told lies. They know that they misrepresented me, right? They know that, and they don't care, because that's the kind of people that they are. And what I think happened was... We were rebuilding on the rubble and an aftershock came in and I got banned from the game and it was like, it just demolished the rest of what we thought we would, you know, we could build on. It was like there was a cracked foundation at the bottom that we were trying to kind of like build on top of. And I think long term it was going to hurt us. I really, really do. I think a year from now we were going to be, we were going to be wondering why the channel was stalled out. So... That aftershock hurts and it sucks and it stinks to feel like we kind of got reset one more time, but my mentality on it is completely shifted. I told Creature last night, I said, give me 12 months. Just give me 12 months. That's all I need. We got, <clears throat> I checked the stats. In, th- in, in a year, we gained 18,000 and lost 16,000 subs. Now the year prior, okay, the year prior to that, we only gained 14,000 subs, but we only lost like 3,000, right? Because we didn't get canceled. Because <laughs> we didn't get canceled and we didn't stop covering our main game. So I told him, I said, imagine in a year gaining, you know, eighteen to 20,000 subs, but not losing so many. We're losing so many because of everything that happened. So eventually we're going to turn a corner where we're gaining, we're gaining and not losing so much. So give me 12 months. Give me 12 months. Let me do this thing that we're doing with, you know, gaming news coverage for 12 months and essentially rebuild the channel and then we'll then we'll then we'll see where we are. You know what I mean? I like to turn around on the coffee. I like to turn around the coffee. Got my confirmation last night. Appreciate business owners who run a good uh, turnaround rate. Well, Big Red, we're happy to do that after waiting five months to get the dadgum coffee. Everybody pre-ordered in February and waited months. So we're happy for you to get that quick of a turnaround time. We're, we're, we're enjoying we're enjoying the coffee flow. You guys are really supporting it, and it feels really, really, really good. This format has finally pulled me away from Bungie and I couldn't be happier. I'm playing all types of games and feeling much better. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're, you're having that experience. Like Gothic said in the tweet, all the purple streamers treat it like a hobby rather than a business. Uh, so you can see that in their Twitters. Right, and that's why... That's why for them, content creation is entrenched and interwoven with drama and lies and backbiting and betrayal because they treat it like they're in high school. It's why they're so much gloating every time they get 
they get sent swag or they get some kind of a code or <clears throat> everybody feels slighted if they don't get a code like look how many people complain on that platform when they don't get early access or they didn't get any love or they didn't get invited to the thing that is like super common over there because that's what their currency is their currency is popularity rather than professionalism I would rather deal in the currency of professionalism and make less money for a season and then rebuild that's I like I'm, I'm like I don't know I would much rather do that or they don't get verified yeah Everybody, everybody over there is always crying and whining about something. Like, I'm not verified and not getting included and I just feel left out. And it's like, maybe if you didn't live life like an Arrested Development 16-year-old, you'd get over this crap and just focus on the prize. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm having so much fun with the Variety coverage. Uh, Lono's Talent was built for Variety, in my opinion. I appreciate you saying that, Victor. Thank you. Um... Uh, Eternal says, with what I've noticed from listening for the past few years, the fact that a lot of people bailed because of no more D2 coverage and not to stay for the convo, uh, which was not changed, now be that it yes, it sucks, I understand. It kind of is a slap in the face, but I think in the long run, the channel and the community will grow massively. I just keep having to zoom out on it, dude. The more I zoom out on it, the better I feel. If you look week to week, it's devastating. It's like, oh my gosh. This is absolutely devastating. But when I zoomed out on the year, I was like, oh, okay, we're good. We're good. We can do this. We'll, we'll be just fine. You know what I mean? I've been playing and gaining interest in a wider variety of games since you've swapped your content. My girlfriend even loves that cloud game that you played a while back, and she's never owned a console. Yeah, the one where it rained on your parade. Rain on your parade, you go... (laughs) That game is so weird and yet so adorable. I'm glad she's enjoying Rain on your parade. That's hilarious. Ah. You seem to have a rebuilding plan and that's awesome. Yeah, I I just... You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where... um, I'm, I'm... I'm over it. Like I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, this this is this is this is cancel is a this is cancel part two. It's part two. Right? And I know how to handle it. I got through part one. I can get through part two. We'll be fine, you know. Do you have a retro game segment? I don't, but the gaming channel, if you if you if you support the gaming channel, that channel is all is all about playing new and relevant games. And we have played more retro indie titles over there, but that's because they were new and they were relevant and people were interested. I wasn't going back and playing like, hey guys, let's go back and play this old Nintendo game. Like, that's not something I'm known for. I'm not trying to be known for that. I'm more, basically, I'm trying to create a gaming channel that can capitalize on the fact that there's always new games and people always want to see what they look like and I can give you really really great gameplay and really really good you know it's a very quality stream very high you know everything looks very crisp you know what I mean please tell me something else that didn't happen I'm no we're talking about getting banned from destiny and basically no longer covering destiny like they did that to hurt my business and they succeeded I'm making I'm making significantly less money right now so Congratulations, they have once again targeted me and harmed me 
in an abusive and harassing way because that's the kind of people that they are. That community, that that whoever banned me, that's that's the kind of person that they are. It's like, okay, like I can brush myself off and 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 rebuild. You got to live with your soul. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to wake up every morning with you. I don't have to wake up in the morning with any of those people. I can move on. You know what I mean? You can never escape yourself. You can move to another city. You can end a toxic friendship or a toxic relationship. You can quit a crappy job, but you will never escape yourself. You never will. And it's like, I, okay, you you just, you got to wake up every morning with you. I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Is Biomutant a game you might play to the end? That, we were talking about that, J-Stock. So with Days Gone... With Days Gone, I was playing it yesterday, and there was this bittersweet moment where I realized, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this game, and I'm going to want to. That happened with Ghost of Tsushima, right? Biomutant could end up being that. It looks so good. It looks like the kind of game that I would love. It looks like the kind of game that I would want to get all the little check boxes, like I did with Spider-Man, like clear the map, do the things, da-da-da-da. But it's just the reality of being a streamer just starts to land, and I'm like, yeah, probably not. I don't. I just don't think so. I, I don't think it's in the cards. The only way we're playing a game like that to completion is if we enter, if a game were to land, and then it's followed by just a ridiculous drought. Imagine that Returnal was not a super punishing rogue game. Imagine Returnal was more like Control and it was a Metroidvania. I think we might have completed it because it launched and then it was followed by like a pretty significant drought. It was like two weeks of nothing before Resident Evil came out. Now obviously we had to be very smart about that. We played through Resident Evil 7 as a lead up to 8 and those streams did incredible. That was so fun. But Resident Evil games are very, very episodic. You almost know going into a Resident Evil stream, it's like, yeah, this will probably be four, maybe six parts if you're playing three or four hours for every part. So I I don't necessarily know what the solution is. Um, The only thing I could think, J-Stock, is we'll earn that right eventually, or sometimes we'll have to just be smart about, like, like, think of it this way periodically we were going back and playing my No Man's Sky expeditions or checking on the community planet alright now that was always the second stream so let's say we play Biomutant a couple days in a row and then the following week there's some good titles coming out we would play those titles show them off get some momentum and they'd be like hey we're gonna keep we're gonna keep cracking away at Biomutant if you want to come with us don't go anywhere it should redirect you to the new stream and then I play Biomutant for a couple hours. And if that stream bags over 1k views, we leave it. If not, we unlist it. We create a Biomutant playlist. So if you want to watch parts 1 through 12, and that's my entire playthrough, maybe that would work. Maybe. Maybe it will work. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I'm having a really hard time right now. with. Um, I'm having a hard time with everything I need to do. I'm having a hard time with it. I'm, I'm, it's, a new, it's a new workflow. 
I'm I'm recording videos at 10 o'clock at night. I'm I'm typing away and I'm doing SEO research and using these tools to try to help the channel. I'm doing all that and then 11 o'clock hits 11:30 and I'm like, it's time to go to bed. That's not sustainable, dude. That's not healthy. I can't I can't be doing that long term. I got to figure out a workflow here. I'm not I'm not I'll be in a month. We're gonna have we're gonna have some problems. I'm I'm gonna be back I'm gonna be back in the hospital right. So I have also considered, I have also considered maybe the gaming channel just turns into one stream so that when it's over, I have time to work on stuff, which I don't want to do that because that's kind of our, that's kind of our chill time. That's kind of our go play a video game and have a nice day. I'm going to be checking out the No Man's Sky Expedition today. Season two started. There's only 12 days, by the way. I don't know why they did that. So today we're going to do more days gone and then we're going to check out the new No Man's Sky Expedition. That's two streams, that's four hours. I love that. That feels right, that feels good. But I don't, I don't, I gotta find time in the day, man. (laughs) I gotta find time in the day to do it all. Uh, Biomutant single player, most of those have a short shelf life. You are exactly right. You are saying something that is accurate. You are, you know. A playlist of a game completion would be great. Yeah, right now you can watch an entire playlist of my Resident Evil 7, an entire playlist of my Resident Evil 8. It's good. It's those, are, those are solid little playlists. They're cool. They're not really in high demand on YouTube, though, right? Essentially what, essentially what we do here is we try to cast this super wide net. Woof! So if you're here this morning, this is what we do. It's just a live gaming talk show. It is safe for work, so you can subscribe in confidence. A lot of folks throw me on in the background. This is what we do. We just break down gaming topics. We're not even talking about the main topics right now. Starfield's launch date and E3 appearances have basically been somewhat confirmed. A new Biomutant gameplay breakdown and more Ratchet and Clank gameplay became viewable. If you didn't see the 10-minute micro-news segment, it's really easy to watch it. You rewind to the beginning of this stream, and the first 10 minutes is my breakdown of the gaming news, and then you click live and you end up back here talking with us. So if you want to catch your morning dose of gaming news, you can go to the beginning of this stream and then come back here by clicking live. Um, But then, because it's a live stream, I know if you're new, you may have clicked on this and been like, oh, I want to hear about those things, and we're not presently talking about those things. That's on you. If you want to bring it up in chat, do it. If you show up and you're like, oh, he's not talking about the thing I wanted to talk about, man, bring it up in chat. I haven't even set the poll yet. I haven't even set the poll. You want to know why? I was going to kind of let you guys drive that. I was like, well, whatever we end up settling on. Maybe we start debating something. Let's make that the poll. We'll be like, all right, chat, we're going to let you decide. You know, if I start debating with somebody, we'll let you guys, you know, pick a side and weigh in. So we don't even have a poll right now. So I'm just trying to give you that organic, you know, live stream experience, you know? Um, We do need to... um, What we need to do... Um, is I miss Ratchet and Clank section new gameplay news yeah there's new gameplay where they did a breakdown they did a breakdown of a lot of the guns they did a breakdown of the guns so the reason they're doing that <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> the reason they're doing that breakdown of the guns is they're trying to show you all the different ways you can play and the gun that the gun that I was I was most interested in 
was the one that uh, it showed. Uh, it's got like a portal thing that you can use. It kind of made me think about portal. I was like, oh, that looks so cool. Um, so that is that is something that you're going to be able to use in the game, and that was something that that, that I wanted to cover uh, because I thought I thought it looked I thought it looked and sounded pretty cool. Um, is this is this stream code ending in MKE? Is that right? It is ending in MKE. I have a generalized question. Maybe you can run with it. But do you think games today are trying too hard to be esports ready, and is doing so honestly worse off? I mean, it, there's two sides to this coin, right? Silent. If you want your game to work for esports, you got to kind of build it to be right for esports. How many times have we had that discussion about, I don't know, Fortnite and Destiny? Clearly, games that were never built from the beginning to now, they've never been built for esports. And if you try to make them esports ready, it just doesn't work. So if you don't build a game from the ground up to be ready for esports, then it probably won't be ready for esports. However, what you're saying is likely true. If from the very minute you build the game, you're trying to make it esports ready, you're doing something that doesn't fall in line with how esports came to be. Esports became a thing because grassroots support and fandom and popularity of games like CSGO and Halo turned into something that was unstoppable. When something is growing organically, it cannot be stopped. I heard a really great, you know, speech on that once. He talked about how he was in a cemetery and there was a giant maple that had just busted through a giant cement slab. And he said, you know, an acorn got smashed under that that giant slab and slowly but surely the organic growth of the tree defeated the cement slab. Organic growth is so, so much stronger. And so I think there's something to what you're saying. Like, if you try to make a game esports ready, if you push it and you push it and you push it, then you're going, you're, you're going to potentially create something that doesn't feel genuine. It, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like something that you're, you're actually, you're not actually going to see like uh, a genuine and authentic response from people on it. They're going to feel like, well, you're just trying to build an eSport. Here's another thing that comes from that, right? Here's another thing that comes from that. If you try to build a game from the very beginning to be an eSport, do you know what you're going to do? You're going to push away one of your greatest consumer bases. One of the greatest consumer bases is the casual consumer base. I believe this is one of the reasons... This is one of the reasons that, you know, Fortnite always stayed away from this because they knew if we go down that road, here's the type of players it's going to attract. And look at what happened. Look at what happened to that game once they started creating this environment where everybody's trying to qualify. Everybody's trying to be Tifu. Everybody's trying to get into the tournaments, right? Look at the problem it created for them. They made their game, okay, (laughs) Epic, Epic inadvertently made their game so sweaty that they had to put bots in the game and put in skill-based matchmaking. Because if not, you were going to consistently run into people that were trying to qualify and you weren't able to have fun. They They were kicking the casuals out the door. They were kicking the casuals out the door. And that's where the money is. Do you see that? Do you see the 
the tension. Fortnite, in my opinion, should not have been an esports with low with how they produce their items and stuff right before tourneys. That doesn't make any sense. Don't you see that's what they were always doing? Right? That's what they were always doing. They were always attempting to push back. Good morning, Jaritol. Got my coffee yesterday, had War Machine on it, thanks to your family. Thank you, Jay Chris, for the support. We appreciate that. <coughs> Excuse me. Good morning, Hilly. They were always pushing back on the notion that Fortnite was a competitive game, and I think that was one of the ways that they did it. Power Wash Simulator is now available in early access. Oh, I know what we're playing tomorrow. <laughs> it's here. It's here. They finally have it in early access. Power Wash Simulator, man. Um, I, Fortnite's way too hard now. Well, here's... Oh, man. See, this this gets so busy. One of the dilemmas... One of the dilemmas with, with Fortnite is when they go skill-based matchmaking, it protects the most casual and the most low-skilled players, right? It protects them. It don't protect anybody else. It, it doesn't it doesn't protect anybody else it shoves everybody else right out the door I don't play for that reason I I know plenty of people that stopped playing for that reason right glad to be here today worker lurker thank you train is Lone not gonna play the Mass Effect trilogy yes it's Jang but I'm sure he's uh, I'm not sure he's ever done it I played Mass Effect 2 and 3 way way back in the day and we recently booted up the legendary edition just to show it off but I, I don't think people were interested in me playing that game. You know? Guild Wars 2 tried to be- break into the esports scene as well. It made the PvP scene horrible. It created a lot of classes problems. It It's such... It's so... This is what people are attempting to do. Okay? I remember you running with that kid that was training you on Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braden. Yeah, yeah. Braden uh, and his dad, Flyers. They've not been back for a while. I'm not, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, but they were coming back around. <clears throat> what they're attempting to do is it's it's referred to it, there, there there is there is a term. Let's see when it originated. Catch lightning in a bottle. Okay, this is a term that is commonly used. So let's go let's go to uh, let's go to Merriam Webster. All right, for this one, and they have like eighteen pop ups. All right catch lightning in a bottle or to capture lightning in a bottle is to succeed in a way that is very lucky or unlikely he caught lightning in a bottle with the success of his very first book a lot of the times in the record industry in the music industry they will refer to certain moments as catching lightning in a bottle when an album just is perfection Foo Fighters Color and the Shape the White Album you know I don't even know which what you would consider to be like Led Zeppelin's best album. Uh, the Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. These are moments in time where they took a chance or they took a gamble and they caught lightning in a bottle. And it it, it, it basically explodes their career. It's, it puts them at a threshold that you cannot, you cannot manufacture. Okay? Now... In the content creator world, this happened with Ninja, okay? Tyler was sort of riding in the wake of Dr. Disrespect with PUBG. PUBG takes off and 
Doc takes off because of all the nonsense and shenanigans and clips that he did in H1Z1. Doc was on his way to becoming the biggest streamer probably on that platform. He was probably on his way to doing that, okay? Then, Tyler catches lightning in a bottle, and he had no idea that this was going to happen. Right now, as he's sitting in his mansion with shoes with his name on it, and a, and a, and a, a studio to do content creation that makes anybody anybody in the content creator world drool, okay? He had no idea what was going to happen, okay? Doc takes a break for personal reasons, and the runway lights kind of light up for Ninja, because it's like, well, now the audience that loved watching them play together, they're going to want to watch Ninja, because, well, Doc's not around, let's watch Ninja, he's kind of funny, he's kind of wild, he gets hyper, and acts kind of crazy, he's not Doc, but whatever. Then, Fortnite happens. Fortnite was never going to work for Doc. It simply wasn't. It looked like a kid's game. It was very laden with meme culture and dances and emotes and stuff. And that was perfect for Ninja. It was like somebody went into a factory and said, what kind of a glove can we make that will just slide right on to Ninja's hand just like a glove that game was made for his personality even the way his like hair was colored and the bandana it was like he looked like a Fortnite character right like it 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 was impossible right it was impossible to know that that moment was going to happen you couldn't manufacture that all right Microsoft tried to manufacture that when they bought Ninja to come to Mixer they thought Wow, they caught lightning in a bottle over there. Look how big he is. Man, oh man, Gemini Christmas. Ninja had been grinding for a decade at least and trying to have, well, not trying. He was succeeding at having a very, very lucrative career. He doesn't have a career now. He's got a, he's got a freaking empire, okay? So... Microsoft tried to do what so many of these games trying to get into esports try to do. They look at something and they're like, "Let's replicate that. Let's do that. That's good. They're making they're making money. Let's do the same thing." So Microsoft buys buys uh, Ninja to stream on Mixer. Oh, he'll come over here and we'll catch lightning in a bottle. No, you won't. That's not organic. That's not organic. You're not capturing lightning in a bottle. You're tr- you're you are trying to make lightning in a lab. That doesn't make any. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You can't do that. It, it's not. It's not even remotely the same. It isn't. It isn't. It's not the same. It's like no matter how far technology comes, if you're sitting in a room and somebody's banging on a real drum set, and then he goes and he starts banging on an electrical set. You you know the difference. Yeah, one's kind of got it's it's in it's inauthentic, okay. And so Mixer buying Ninja is essentially analogous. It's analogous to these companies that are like, let's make an esport. <laughs> let's make an esport. That's not to say they won't be successful. Somebody's going to come along one of these days. They're going to make a game from the ground up to be an eSport. It's, it's going to take off. It's going to do it, right? I think Apex probably approached it the best way. 
I'm a little disappointed that Apex Arenas is not... I'm not seeing anybody talk about it. I don't really understand why. It seems perfect. It seems perfect for an esports arena. Maybe it's the connectivity problems. Maybe it's a contractual thing. Maybe too many of these guys are in contract to play and move on Valorant or something. I don't know. But I think the minute you try to do it, you're missing that spark. There's got to be a grassroots support behind the game the way that it happened with CSGO and Halo. There's just this unstoppable organic groundswell of people playing it, loving it, wanting to be in it, and then you throw out a a, a tournament and everybody gets excited. The birth of esports is is wound up in cult-following games like StarCraft, CSGO, Halo's not, I wouldn't consider it cult-following, but like, uh, that was a mainstay, massively popular game. You know what I mean? It doesn't provide the feeling that Apex BR does. <clears throat> Ryder doing it right now with Valorant. I, you know. So if 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 you if you are attempting to make an esport, okay, if you're attempting to make an esport you are going to face that challenge you're going to face that challenge is you're trying to capture lightning in a bottle by by not capturing lightning in a bottle you're trying to shove lightning in a bottle there's a difference there is a giant difference lightning strikes ninja becomes one of the most popular known streamers in the entire world lightning struck you couldn't have paid you could have spent millions of dollars in market research, millions of dollars in PR and marketing, and you never would have gotten him to the size that he is now. Never. If some company came in and said, we're going to make you a star, kid, where you're going to be the biggest streamer in the world, they couldn't have done it. It wouldn't have worked. You, you, you're not capturing lightning in a bottle. You're trying to shove it into a bottle, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, I know people are going to want me to weigh in on this, so I might as well, now that we have some momentum, let's take some more momentum, shall we? Uh, the purple platform takes away the most popular hot tub streamers' uh, ad- ad- advertisement revenue. Yeah, I told you that was going to happen. I know people get tired of me saying I told you so, but I said weeks ago, and then last week, and then a couple of days ago, advertisers are not going to sit idly by while their ads run on adult entertainment on a website that's rated 13 and above. They're not going to friggin' do it. You don't have a right to advertisements. You're not entitled to them. You're not. And, you know, if she's angry that they handled it unprofessionally, yeah, well, get in line, honey, right? I lost a six-figure business from a company that did a favor for somebody instead of them actually doing a formal and proper investigation. So, if you're angry about their unprofessionalism, get in freaking line. There's a bunch of us that are very unhappy with that platform's unprofessionalism. So, not telling you, I'm sorry, boo freaking who. You know what you were doing and what you were signing up for. You know what you were doing and signing up for. Apparently, ad revenue is being reduced for non-hot tubs too. Yeah, because they're having their adpocalypse. I told you this was going to happen. When advertisers get skittish, and when it's reported on by by significant, maybe not major or national or global news outlets, right? 
But when when news outlets start covering it, advertisers are going to start to pull out. And I told people, I said, it will affect everyone. It will affect the entire platform. It will. It's going to affect the entire platform. I said it weeks ago. I said, you're changing the identity of the platform. Advertisers will pull out and it will affect every single person on that platform and no no it's it's number one lono it's not adult kind of and i good freaking luck you don't enforce your tos properly you're too cowardly to have your tos established in an accurate and, and, and significant way you don't have community liaisons to talk to the community and you enforce your tos when you feel like it or you enforce it unfairly and breach contract and here you have a giant swath of people coming in and pressing on the tos and look at what happened now your platform's making less money because you wanted to let a bunch of people straddle inflatables and write and write kids' names on them. Like, give me a freaking break. Give me a, a break. Beachhead Expedition? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You can change that creature. I think it's more than hot tubs. I think they're tired of the language. ETC? Right, because... L- listen, listen... I know we I know we've 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 railed on on the hot tubs, right? I know we've railed on the hot tubs, but it, it is indicative of a problem that's been on that platform since I was over there. They do not enforce TOS consistently. No one freaking knows what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. No one knows what's right, what's wrong, and why people get banned. I literally got banned because people lied about me. No evidence, no proof, no formal investigation. They they, they took away a six-figure business that I built for five years because a couple of people sent tweets. That's all it took to detonate something I built for five years. And what you 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 thought you thought they were gonna be able to handle this situation professionally? Come on! They're 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 unbanning people after 24 hours who 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 were putting nudity on the platform. Do you understand? Like they don't have a consistent TOS. They don't even have a consistent brand anymore. Right? You know they don't even have a consistent brand anymore. It's a free for all. It's like well if like let's be honest here. If you're if you are a guy that looks like Lono. You have got to walk a freaking tightrope or you're probably going to get banned or you're probably going to get on the naughty list. That's a thing, by the way. Remember when I told you guys that they had blacklists? They had they had lists for people like naughty lists. You guys remember when I said that you guys thought I was making that up or you guys thought I was exaggerating. Did you see in the recent court case they have a private they have a private striking system that they don't want to be uh, known and seen by the public. They wanted that striked from the record. I told you that that was going on. I told you private nepotistic favoritism and favor trading. And now the chickens are coming home to roost. The chickens are coming home to roost. You're, you're running that platform like it's a frat house where, or it's Calvin Ball. They run that platform like Calvin Ball. 
No one knows which way's up. I was a five-year partner. I should have been able to have a conversation with somebody about what's the way forward here? Who do I have to talk to? Can we do a formal investigation? I got zero communication. Nobody talked to me. Nobody asked me any questions. Nothing. Just detonate the man's life. That's how they run that platform. Five-year partner. And she wants to complain about how, like, they didn't tell me that they were going to do this. Oh, boo the frick who. Like, come on. They're just banning people indiscriminately. Oh, yeah, just ban them. Just take away their livelihood. Take away everything they've built. Zero. Zero proper procedure. No due diligence. No due process. And now people are like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe advertisers are pulling out. Yeah, from a platform that's run like a freaking joke. It's run like a joke. Do you know what the YouTube spokesperson said when they were asked about this? They said, we take these situations very seriously, and we take action when it can be corroborated with law enforcement or legal action. Done. YouTube's not void, devoid of its own problems. But at least they were like, we don't get involved in this freaking gossip squabble crap. But but the purple platform does. The purple platform has no problem doing that. Look at what they did to Wish. Look at what they did to Wish. You will never, ever convince me that somebody from Bungie didn't call in a favor to have him unlisted from the directory and ultimately summarily banned from the platform. You will never convince me that didn't happen. Somebody from Bungie did that to him. Same way they did it to me. Calling in favors. Because they think they're untouchable. It's how the industry's run. It's how the industry's run. And eventually, eventually, YouTube's already learned this lesson. That's why I'm surprised YouTube has not... I am I am incredibly surprised. YouTube has not come down hard on the instructional yoga videos and stuff. It's like, you guys are going to have another adpocalypse on your hands. Advertisers are not going to want to be involved here. Right? Like, y- y- like d- YouTube's going to have its own problem. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't get in front of their own issue, they're having their own issue too. Now, the only thing that's probably protecting YouTube right now, the only thing that's probably protecting YouTube right now is those videos are classified, tagged, and hidden unless you're logged in. Like, you have to be logged in, you have to have your age set to the right age to view that content, okay? That's probably the only thing protecting them right now. The purple platform, you do not have to log in. I clicked on the stream the other night, it said this stream is marked as, as um, 18 plus or adult or mature. It said something like that, whatever the term they use is. This stream is marked as mature. And I didn't even have to click log in. I was just like, okay, click. I didn't have to log in. Didn't need an account. Didn't need to tell you how old I was. Just in. I don't think people understand that when a website... Okay, so when a website is classified as a certain... uh, Like 13 plus. So the purple platform is classified as 13 plus. 13 plus and it's classified as gaming. At least it was for a while. It might not be classified as gaming because they changed their classifications a couple of times, right? There was a time where they weren't classified as gaming because I remember a guy telling me, he was like, oh, he was like, I can go to the website now. I can go to, I can go to the purple platform when I'm at work. And I was like, oh, why? Right? And, uh, and, he, and he said, oh, because it's no longer classified as gaming. 
I was like, oh, that's that's good, that's good. And then all of a sudden, a week or two later, it was it was it was reclassified as gaming again, right? Um, and so they they right now, I don't know if they're still classified as a um, 13 plus gaming site. I don't know what their actual classification is, okay? But when you're classified as 13 plus, that is a part of the negotiations for ad package purchase, right? So imagine that I am Coca-Cola and I sit down with a website, okay? Discord's the same way with adult servers. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because you have to consider, you're going to have investors, you're going to have shareholders, or in this case, with with these platforms like YouTube and Purple, they're advertisers. So imagine I'm Coca-Cola, and I come to you, and I come to you and your website, and I say, how you doing? We have spent X number of millions of dollars doing market research, and we know that this demographic at this time of day is the most effective time for our Coca-Cola advertisements. And you say, no problem. We're a 13 plus uh, website. Age demographics of the website's traffic is right here, and this is probably the time of day slots that we can sell you. Okay? And you say, great. Now, imagine my surprise if I'm doing the negotiations for Coca-Cola and the CEO of Coca-Cola sees a news article about your website suddenly having adult entertainment on it. Women barely clothed, straddling inflatables and bouncing around. Now, that CEO, he's going to pick up his phone and he's going to say, Get that guy on the line. What is going on? I'm going to get a phone call from whoever I answer to at Coca-Cola, and they're going to say, what in the frick is going on over there? We bought an ad package. We spent millions of dollars researching it, and then we went and spent hundreds of thousands of dollars buying the packages, and it's running on a site that's got that on it? So then I pick up the phone, and I call Purple, and I say, what's going on? We're pulling out. We don't want our advertisements showing up on that. We didn't agree to that. That content wasn't on the platform three months ago. Get the frick out. And here we are. And here we are. Somebody's having ads turned off on their channel. Because, surprise, surprise, it's not considered benign, neutral content. It's adult entertainment. I don't care how much money she's made. I don't care how beautiful you think she is. I don't care how physically fit she is. That's not what it's about. It isn't. She, She can post that content anywhere she wants. She posts it on that platform. And the advertisements and the advertisers are going to say, no, thank you. You're not entitled to those advertisers' uh, money. They don't owe you a dime. They don't owe you a dime. So it the chickens are coming home to roost. That platform has been running like that for years. I was over there, and I always said, can you please appoint somebody to handle these community relations? Can you please make sure the TOS is clear? Can you please enforce the TOS consistently? 
Why did this guy get banned for a week for the most minor thing and this girl gets her 24-hour turned into a 17-hour ban because, I don't know, she sent the right DM to the right person? I, I don't understand. What's going on here? Bend the rules and the rules will break you? I'm telling you, it's all coming back. It's all coming back. Messing with the purple platform's pockets. Do you want to know? Do you want to know who's going to get really, really uh, unhappy about this? Early in 2019, Amazon made it very clear they were dissatisfied with the ad revenue coming from that platform. How do you think Amazon feels right now? I truly thought they were getting ready to ditch the platform and sell it off. I thought we were going to get into to, to, to May of this year and they were going to be selling that platform because of just all the nonsense. They were just going to be tired of it. We we learned as much as we were going to learn. We developed some technology. Thanks for the thanks for the research and development. Thanks for the R&D. We're done with you purple. We're out. Right? I honestly thought that was going to happen. I I was I was kind of predicting it. I was like, I think it's coming because they're trying to do everything they can to raise their valuation. They spent the final 3 months of 2020 doing nothing but focusing on 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 monetization and and money. They're doing it again. Did you see their? Did you see their big push to uh, to make uh, paid subs re- like have their price lower depending on the country or whatever that the person lives in? Right. I like they're 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 trying to squeeze as much money as they can out of that platform. <clears throat> They're not earning enough for them. How do you think this is going to look for purple? Like I said, like I said, I just sit back and watch. It's like, (laughs) oh no, (laughs) oh no, all the things people warned you about are happening. Oh no. <clears throat> it makes them too much money for them to sell it. Removing the name Amazon from the packaging is what they've done. Be less associated with them. Seems to have helped slightly. Prime Gaming and not Amazon Prime. Okay. You you think the purple platform makes them too much money to sell it? I, I, I think you overestimate how much revenue that company generates. One of the XVPs of that platform talked about how it's not that profitable. <laughs> Why do you think they're understaffed and run by a bunch of Neanderthals? They don't have qualified persons working for them in a lot of their departments. They don't. They're understaffed. They're overworked. Look how many people quit in the last two years. Look how many significant company identity defining people left the company. And one of the XVPs is like, it's not a very profitable company. It just isn't. (laughs) It doesn't make them that much money. Like, why do you think YouTube started sniping some of the tournaments and Facebook was able to snipe some of the tournaments? Because more than likely, Purple didn't have the check to come to the table. They were like, yeah, we can't afford that or we are not interested in it. Right? Now, they bought up, and this is another thing you got to consider. This is another thing that's got to be hurting them. They bought Ninja and Shroud. uh, And they also put people into contract like Tim and Pokimane. Those contracts are, are likely not cheap. And while that money is going out, less is coming in. You know, less is coming in. I want you to imagine 
the amount of advertisements, the amount of views that that platform gets in a single day, and they just had their ads cut by a percentage. Let's say it's 20, 10%. Let's say it's 10%. That's a lot of freaking money. And guess what? That's a lot of money today and tomorrow and the day after and the week after. <laughs> they're, they're losing a ton. Twitch generated 178 million in 2019. I would have expected more. Can't find 2020. 2020 was probably actually a really good year for them, Justin, because all their viewerships trended way up because of working from home, because of the because of the sicky, right? It really helped that platform. They they and YouTube saw significant growth last year in viewership because of it. <clears throat> Amazon doesn't need purple. Their profit margin would rise significantly if they dropped them. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they rebranded, they rebranded it to Prime Gaming because I think I think long term there is a contingency plan to cut them loose. I don't think you would have rebranded it Prime Gaming and removed all purple platform like identity markers from it if you weren't eventually planning to cut them loose. That to me is just like step 1. Step one, go through rebranding. Step two, slowly but surely remove them from all of our stuff. And then step three, cut them loose. Who knows? They could be cutting them loose next year. That was ad revenue. Oh, I knew what you were saying, Justin. It was early 2019 that Amazon made it clear they weren't satisfied with the ad revenue on that platform. That's why they were... That's. Do you guys remember... Um... You lost your seven-year job on Monday because you're not woke enough? What? What happened? Uh, the, um, do you remember when suddenly everybody coming to the platform was like, why am I seeing so many ads? Why am I getting so many advertisements? And everybody's viewership went down because people were seeing so many ads. Do you guys remember that? So it went like this. They increased ad saturation to an obscene level and everybody got really angry. And then they did conference calls with people like me and they started running by ideas like the um, how to get no pre-rolls. You remember when they rolled that out? If you roll enough ads, they'll, they'll, they'll turn off pre-roll ads so people can just get right into your stream, right? And uh, I gave them the idea of putting a little marker on a thumbnail to where like if there's no pre-roll ads put like a little lightning bolt so people get accustomed to being like oh this guy's got no pre-roll let me hop into his channel right now right and so they did that and I think it was intentional right I think it was intentional I think they intentionally um drove up ad saturation in the hopes that people would use that new feature because they wanted more ad revenue they listen you don't approach your engineers and talk about how to get more ad implementation and more ad run that's a lot of money they invested time and resources into those tools and you know what happened nobody used them they were freaking terrible you were going to have to run an ad every 28 minutes if you wanted... You were going to have to run like a minute and something ad every 28 minutes if you wanted to keep pre-roll off. I'm like, every 28 minutes? What is, so every time... It, it, that's an app. That's a sitcom. 
at the end of every sitcom, you're going to run an ad. Now, when you're watching normal television, you, you, you deal with that, or you fast-forward through the commercials. Or if you're like me, I just I watch everything on Hulu and Netflix now. I don't see an advertisement ever when I watch TV. That's a foreign world to me. The amount of ads you get if you don't have Turbo or sub to a channel is ridiculous if you go back and forth between streamers. That's right. That's right. They are beating you over the head with advertisements. And I said at the time when it was happening, I said, listen, this is a short road. This is a short road, man. This isn't good. You're going to drive viewers away. And you know what? Do you, you know how I made the argument? It was very, very simple. For about a week, I had people coming into my stream and they were telling me, I used to watch Doc Disrespect every night and now I can't do it. There's too many ads. By the time I actually get into the content, he's taking a break and running an ad, or there's a mid-roll ad. I get hit with ads when I first get there, right? And I said, I was like, when one of your flagship streamers is losing viewers because of the advertisements, you are in bad shape. This is the doc we're talking about, okay? This is the two-time, and you got people that are like, yeah, I just, I won't watch him, I guess. He's... He's a product that is in demand and the demand for the product is going down because you're hitting people in the face with advertisements too much. Right? They didn't care. They were like, just drive the revenue, drive the revenue. That's when I started thinking they were getting ready to sell. They didn't care about the, sh- about the long-term ramifications. They cared about the short-term money. So, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, I was like, this is a short-term, this is a short road, man. Um, I was completely blindsided, not even given an opportunity to defend claims that I made a... Oh, you made... They're claiming you made those comments. I was pulled into a meeting under false pretenses and let go. I would talk to somebody about wrongful firing. The, the ads are hardly even geared towards gamers, and they're cringy. Level up with car insurance? Nah, I'm good. Right, they're trying to talk gamer lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that works. Watching an ad, going into a stream, getting another uh, another as they went on break is a bit much. Yeah, yeah. The double preloads make the platform unwatchable. <laughs> Might be a right-to-work state, though. You can still be wrongfully fired. You can still be wrongfully fired. You can be in an at-will state where they can fire you at will, okay? And you can still be wrongfully fired. There are still laws and protections against against wrongful firings. When Doc came to YouTube, I rejoiced. Now I just need the last guy I watched the move uh, to YouTube, and then I can never go to Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, the... That that platform right now, that platform right now, I, I'm just going to tell you, I don't think they have the resources and the... I don't think they have the leadership and resources to fix this. I don't think they do. I don't. I, I believe, I believe they already showed their cards when they said they weren't going to do anything, right? They weren't going to do anything... And then they got smarmy on Twitter about it. They got smarmy on Twitter about it. I looked up to a lot of people. I had a lot of respect for a lot of people over there and and really was glad to work with a lot of them. And they all showed their true colors last summer and now even more of those true colors are coming out. It's just like, just unprofessional and childish and 
Nobody, nobody wants, everybody's passing the buck, you know? I, I don't know. Our, our uh, ad roll set up on YouTube by the creator. I swear I've seen some ads too conveniently placed. Uh, couldn't have been a YouTube bot. Okay, so if you're watching a video, Pie Master, like a pre-recorded video, I can put an ad right where I want it. I was doing that for a while and I'm not doing it anymore. We are we are taking it on the chin right now. I don't hit you with I don't get you ever with non-skippables here. I don't ever hit you with a non-skippable unless you're watching an unlisted VOD. I think that's the only place they show up, right? You don't get hit with non-skippables on my channel and you don't get hit with any mid-roll unless again you're watching an unlisted VOD. Those are the only that's the only place we run non-skippables in mid-roll. Now, obviously that means I'm losing money, but we are in a growth strategy. And in a growth strategy, you have to run less ads. I need to get as many people in my videos and watching my content as freaking possible right now. I need to get as many people vibing with what we do day to day and clicking the sub button. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. If I, if I, if I don't do that, if I don't do that, then I'm potentially like hurting myself long term. I'm doing the exact opposite of what the purple platform was doing. Instead of hitting you in the face with an ad, right? Instead of hitting you in the face with an ad, I am letting you in as quickly as as quickly as humanly and technologically possible, right? I'm like I do as best I can. And that hurts the revenue. All of my returning viewers unsubbing and leaving is hurting my revenue. I'm taking that right on the chin. I'm having to take it on the chin to just be like, we we we've gotta we've gotta make it up somewhere else. Got my coffee, but my phone cam's on the Fritz. Double Black Panther stickers and an awesome hand drawn one. Oh man, I'm glad you got one, Splatsaw. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, Rageless Roast, you can use the coffee command. Uh, RagelessRoast.com will also uh, take you to the place where you can order it. People are getting theirs and reordering. Uh, it's it's sold so quickly. We're already putting in. We're already initiating the next order. So, creature, you got to make sure I know before they hit my credit card. By the way, <laughs> my wife and I thought about that last night. Like, I'm assuming they'll send me an email and I'll authorize payment. But we were thinking about that last night. We're like, yeah, we need to know when that's going to happen. Yo, good morning, night. Um, we all thank you for not killing us with ads. Listen, this is going to sound cheesy as frick. It really will, but I'm going to say it. If you appreciate not getting ads here, consider doing a paid membership. Seriously. Um, we are, we're getting beat up right now. We are. And I'm never going to guilt you into supporting the channel, but if you really like the no ads thing, then consider doing a paid membership. We got five tiers of membership. It gets you benefits and perks in our Discord, and it supports me directly. Um, so, you can click the join button or use the join command. We would really like to see that membership number climb um, because we are uh, we are in a rebuilding phase and we talked about it this morning and we I, my, my mentality about it is strong. But if you're like, man, this is awesome. There's almost no ads here. Yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> we want to get people into the live stream as soon and as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, so, yeah, gifted memberships are still um, s- still not here. They sent us a DocuSign to approve. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you get the Lono Bald emote. That's right, that's right. YouTube is such a different animal. Nova Hands, thanks for renewing your membership. I didn't see that one. Thank you. It didn't hit the chat. 
No, YouTube does not have gifting yet. It does not. No. Um, I know the YouTube audience is different. I know the YouTube audience doesn't really do, um, you know, the whole give a streamer money thing. A lot of you guys that do the paid memberships, you're accustomed to doing that from the purple platform. Um, so those of you that hang out on YouTube every day, if you hang out here a lot, I greatly appreciate that. Zuth, thank you for renewing, getting yourself a blue badge, coming back in with the Rageless membership. And Tim, coming in and getting a Rageless Tier 1. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome back. Or I'm sorry, welcome. Welcome to the Rageless. I appreciate that. Never be ashamed of promoting your product. Uh, honestly, uh, it's why those of us who are support you continue to do so. I appreciate that. Can I do a Tier 4 and get you to play Dark Souls 3 once a month? Yeah, I mean, if you, yeah. If you maintain a Tier 4, you can request that every month if you want. That's your choice. That's your money. That is, that is... That is your money. <laughs> that is your money. So, uh, and I know there are people that would that would be glad that you did that. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not cool with spending other people's money. Uh huh. Sure, 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 sure. I bet. Uh, I hate it. That's why I'm here every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, there are other ways of support, by the way. You can order coffee, you can use the tip command, you can use the shirt command. If you order any shirts from 80s Tees and use my code, use code LONO, that also supports me. Any progress on the website memberships? I I feel like it's one of those, it's going to be like the coffee. It's like every time we think it's close, it's not. Um, I think we're closer than we were before. Um. <laughs> I, that's my best answer. Yo, Jim coming in. Thank you very much, Jim. I appreciate that. Uh, doing that paid membership. Thanks for doing a tier one. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. We have five tiers of membership, guys. So if you go up in tier, you do get what Ratchet was just asking me about. If you, if, if you go up pretty high on there, you can do like game requests and stuff. Video game voting has not happened in the Discord yet because we just we need we need more people at that at that tier three. We had people directly ask for tier three, so we will just wait for that to uh, to, to to get its own momentum. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push um, that too hard. Um, screw it. I'll be back at three going shopping. You're not going shopping. We going shopping. Uh gonna be honest I'm trapped here oh really you can't get out Hmm. thanks for joining Jim appreciate it very very much I watch you more than Netflix and I pay for that so you deserve the same for the five days a week service I I appreciate that insanity I do I do um we've listen we've thought we've we've we we've batted this ball around all right we've batted this ball around and I've always considered doing, um, don't forget membership tiers, uh, need to be updated for the new format. I updated them. Are you talking about on gaming? I updated them on gaming. Did I not publish them? It's possible I didn't publish them on gaming. Hang on. Which are you talking about? I've not, I've not, I've not left them unupdated. Um, I might've made that mistake on gaming. Let me check. No, gaming's got all five tiers. Gaming's up to date. I don't know what you mean, Gilly. Are you talking about in the Discord? Yeah, unfortunately, I uh, that's I can't do that. I'll break everything if I go in there and start messing around. Uh, I'm solicited as a tier two on Discord. 
Why does it not update the name? I don't understand. Is there a way for us to resync the names? We mess with the names, and yeah, he's still a tier two. Sci Fireman is showing up as a tier two. Yeah, isn't that the really expensive one? That's like a tier. That's like a tier four now, isn't it? You should be showing up as a tier four. I don't know why it is not updating in the in the Discord. Still tier two here, also. I have no idea how to fix that. Um, I have no idea how to fix that. <laughs> uh, like my preacher says, if you're getting fed, then leave a tip. <laughs> I like that. I like that. that's pretty good. That's really good. Should be tier four. It's the fifty. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to. Hang on a second. Let me take a look at it. I don't think I can go in here and change the names of anything. I don't think it lets you do that. Um, I'm not even seeing tier twos and threes in the Discord. It's not even. No, I do. I see tier threes, and I see tier five. Um, well, the tier threes are like a gray color. That's not right. Those should be a a better color. We have three people that um yeah rageless tier 2 youtube member tier 2 yeah why is it glitched out i'm not seeing any tier 4s i have no idea how to fix that um it 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 could be that i need to like unsync and resync this youtube channel um 475 members yeah connect your partner to YouTube account here learn more we'll have to look into it we'll have to look into it because I, 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 I couldn't tell you why it's doing that I, it hasn't created the, it hasn't even created a tier 4 role it's like it doesn't see it it's like it sees you as still maintaining something that you had previous so we'll, we'll have to look into it I don't know why it's doing that Creature also said we get bedtime stories. I pay for VIP and it says I'm a member. Oh, it'll do that. It'll do that. It'll give you the member and it should give you your your tier of support as well. It does both. Um, I'm leaving all my subs until the network packages are up. Like leaving them all in place? It's saying I'm not even a member. I don't I don't I don't know why it would be doing that. I I don't I don't know. I can't troubleshoot it with you right now. I can give you assurances that we will look at it and try and figure it out. We will. We will. So, um, listen, if you're new and you've been here today uh, enjoying the content, um, we we obviously want to earn your sub. If you haven't clicked subscribe and the bell button yet, consider doing that. This is a live broadcast Monday through Friday. It is safe for work. A lot of people treat me like a gaming radio show they can leave on in the background. You can also interact with it. It's a live radio show you can interact with. So uh, be sure to say something in chat if you're here for one of the topics. Uh, feel free to say something in chat about it and bring it up. Like if you don't like what we're presently talking about, you can always try and turn the conversation rudder by putting something in chat. And uh, we appreciate all of the new subs, longtime subs. Uh, whether you are new or a longtime sub, if you want to get notified when I'm live, um, just be sure you've got that 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 bell button set to all. It's been getting fiddled with. YouTube's been doing some weird stuff. 
Now, we had a stronger start today, and we've been theorizing about some things. I'm, I did not do an evening short last night, and I did not do an evening poll. We're concerned that we're hitting you guys too much, and YouTube is like not notifying a certain percentage of people in the morning when I'm live. So we're trying to trim it down to where you will get a, a live notification, and then the afternoon video, and that's it. So... Shadow Lemons coming in with a membership. Thank you so much. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. I appreciate you guys doing those memberships. Like I said, it does support me directly. Uh, and I appreciate you guys considering doing that and continuing to doing that. Oh, I'm not changing until the packages are up because they are going to be the most effective way to support because Patreon and YouTube will not be taking their cut. I'm not going to answer that in a way that makes it... We, we, we got to be really careful, OG Boxer. So I'm going to give you my diplomatic and 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 pull and like and like careful answer, okay? Okay, here here's here's my answer, all right? Everything that you pay for on the network website is going to be associated with content that you can only get there. It has nothing to do with what you get here. They are completely separate packages. So if you're a paying member here and you go to the network, it's like having Netflix and then going and looking at Hulu. It will be completely separate. It is not intended to undercut anything that we do here. It's extra, if that makes sense. Like, whatever you decide to do is up to you. But the memberships that we have here, okay, the memberships that we have here are completely separate from what we're going to be putting on the SNTR network website. The network website is going to be more personal content, more vlogging style content. Um, Cat uh, already got me a really nice Shure. This is a Shure microphone. They make a Shure microphone for your mobile device. Okay? She already got it for me off the wish list. I'm going to be creating more personal content like that, making videos on the fly. That's the package that you'll be uh, subscribing to on that on that platform. It's not content that will ever hit this this uh, this channel. So, um, you have to be like super duper careful on YouTube. If you start trying to drive people somewhere else to give you money, you can get in big trouble for that. You're you're not allowed to do that, right? Um, do any of those networks have a YouTube member included? No, there's no way for us to do that. If you do anything on the SNTR network site, you're using Stripe and you're paying us basically directly. It's a completely separate thing. It has nothing to do with YouTube. Memberships update. Creature says, I'm down to two small issues that I have to work through before I'm comfortable releasing it for you guys to start using it. I have a few of you testing it and we're making progress every day. Thank you for being patient and understanding that these delays are to ensure that we not only provide a good value in the memberships, but that they are easy and safe for you to use. Also, please remember, SNTR memberships are not replacements for existing members. They are designed to provide additional content that resides solely on the network. That is exactly right. You are not allowed to sit here and say, Hey guys, um, if you go and use Patreon, that's better. You can't do that. You're un- you're using YouTube to undercut YouTube. You can't do that. When is YouTube Premium coming for YouTube partners? I I don't I don't I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. 
There are two things that we really need to happen have happen over here on YouTube. We really need to hit 50,000 subs, and we really need to hit 1,000 members. That's what we need to have happen. Um, those two things will dramatically... Uh, will dramatically help everything that we're trying to do. So, those are the things. I hate pushing for metrics, and I hate pushing for numbers, but YouTube does a whole lot of different things for you when your channel crosses the 50k threshold, um, and if we could get a thousand paying members regularly to maintain that every month, then we would be in a very, very good position uh, to not have to worry about Oh man, today was a dud. You know, not a lot of good gaming news. Like, I, I don't ever think that way. I want to put on a great show every single day. Um, and one of the ways that we do that is we don't want to have to sit here and fret about metrics and how many ads should we run. I don't ever want to have to think about that. Um, so. So yes, those network packages will be will, will hopefully be up and running very, very soon for you. Um. Uh, thanks for the clarifications. I know what I'll be doing. Yes, whatever you decide as someone who supports me financially, whatever you decide, that is completely entirely up to you. I'm not going to sit here and try and sway you one way or the other. This is what I'm honestly going to try to do, and I I mean this. I'm going to try and make it enticing everywhere. I want people to be like, man, being a member on YouTube is dope. Oh my gosh, the packages in the network are dope. Like, I want to make it as enticing as I can everywhere. So that you are genuinely like, oh, what do I, where do I want to, oh my gosh, like, then I can let, I can put my head on my pillow at night and know I'm delivering as much value as possible. So anybody who spends a dime here or a minute of their time here, maybe you've never given me a single cent, but you hang out every day. I want you to be able to walk away and be like, that was a, that was a good show today. That was awesome. I'm coming back tomorrow. That's my, that's my goal is to is to make it hard for you to leave like you you want to be here every day and I also want to make it really enticing to do to do the membership thing. Now, I'm saying that we don't do any members only content on this YouTube channel at all. And I've been thinking through ways to do that. I I don't know. I I really don't know. I don't know what YouTube considers that content. Like if I did a short every night for members only, and then did like a blog post every night for members only, just like a real quick like check-in thing. Is YouTube going to see that as like, well, that video underperformed? Well, of course it underperformed. It was members only. I, I don't know how they view it. We need somebody at YouTube to have a conversation with because I'm not sure how any of it works. Right? You get this. If I go and do a short right now, so if you guys haven't seen these videos, there are these short videos. They're like a minute long. It's basically like a, a an Instagram story TikTok style thing that YouTube's trying to break into. You are not supposed to be notified when I do those. It literally says it in the menu. And yet we have people taking screenshots and showing us, no, I'm getting notified when you do a short. You're not supposed to though. And yet some people do. So we're not doing them now in the evening because I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to break the notification thing like where if you get too many in a day, they basically don't send them to you. You know, will there be stake streams on the network? I don't know about that. Thank you, Mike the Warlock for a brand new membership. Welcome to the Rageless Tier 1. Enjoy your dope badge and emotes, your dope and deserve dope stuff. Guys, don't forget to hang out in the Discord, Okay. Anybody can hang out on the Discord, by the way. You don't have to be a paying member, but when you're a paying member and you sync your Discord, 
and your YouTube, a whole bunch of stuff opens up for you, okay? If you've never used Discord, it's a really great app to hang out with people. When I'm not live, there are chat rooms. You can use it for voice chat. You can use it for finding people to play games with. We have a No Man's Sky community planet. We have a No Man's Sky room. We would love to see that Discord just explode and start adding more games and more stuff. But that, again, is linked to members. So if you're wanting to, if you're wanting to get in there and be a part of all that stuff, make sure and check it out. Members only steak nights. That that's, that's great. I'm pretty sure there's a background limit on notifications. So if you push too many, uh, some of the later daily notifications will stop or decrease. Yeah, you can only do three at a time. Quad. You can only do three. Yo, Lunarberry, another member coming in, guys. Thanks for all the new members. You're the best. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome to the Rageless. Um, Madam does everything for him in regards to stakes. I'll oh, shut up. So Quad, we realized that if you send more than three notifications in a day, they stop sending them. So imagine right now, I recorded five videos, and I uploaded them, and they hit every three hours, okay? The fourth video, you wouldn't get notified about, and the fifth video, you wouldn't get notified about. Why? I've already hit you three times that day. So YouTube steps in and says, "Uh uh-uh, nope, can't do it. We have a theory, we have a theory that there are three things that contributed to the the core audience no longer tuning in. Number one, I made it very clear I wasn't going to be covering Destiny anymore. You know, you want to know the last time I covered Destiny? Was when D2 Transmog was a part of the micro news segment and I made it very clear I would no longer be covering it. From that point on, our metrics took a nosedive. I think that's a contributing factor. I think another contributing factor is we were uh, we were doing those short videos in the evening, and I think that was too many noties, and it was corrupting the next day. It was like you'd roll over in the next day, and you just wouldn't get notified that I was live. So... It's thanks to your shorts that your singing career took off. Oh, whatever, Torchwood. I hate those videos. You will never get a pat on the back for me about those. I hated them. I watched like one or two last night, and I just shut Discord. I was like, all right, I'll let the inmates run the asylum for a little bit. I got work to do. <laughs> I hate that. I was like, I'm not looking at this crap. It's just making me look like an idiot. Dude, I don't know why what is happening this is this is one of the reasons I cut my hair I have had hair like long pieces of hair on me all morning so like the new format keep at it thank you now if you guys missed the poll we didn't do a poll today and polls can be very very good it can be very very good for a video it can be very very good for a channel we didn't do one today. Now, when we were debating esports, I thought I, I was trying to think of one. And I couldn't come up with one, right? I couldn't come up with one. But I think we might start doing that if we get on a hot topic. Okay, if we get on a hot topic in a hot debate, I might do it then, like on the fly. Be like, "All right, guys, go take this poll," rather than forcing it and trying to do something almost wooden every day. Does that make sense? It's weird that so many people stopped watching after the transmog. It's not like you had not made it clear. I think people thought I was going to come back around. Here's what I did. Here's the mistake that I made, Sean. Here's the mistake that I made. 
I initially said I would no longer be covering it exclusively, but if there was significant news, I would cover it. And the following week, I did. Do you remember? Following week, I started covering it again because they were doing so much. It was like, oh my gosh. And then eventually, I just felt nauseous doing it. I was like, I literally feel sick covering this game. Like, I'm having a physical response to covering this game. I feel I feel gross, right? And so I just let people know, I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not looking back. Well, you have to remember something. A lot of people tuned in for those Destiny coverage streams, and then they didn't tune into Variety, and what they thought was, I'll be back when he does some Destiny. I'll be back. And... Like... I think when that happened, I think they started to slowly come back and they're like, oh, he literally, he's like legit not covering at all. He's, he's legit not covering at all. Oh, that NASA tweet exchange makes me sad every time. She's like, everyone shut the F up. I got accepted. I got accepted for the NASA internship. And he says language. She's like, she's like, S my D and B. I'm working at NASA. And he's like, and I'm on the national space council that oversees NASA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still think that's a weird exchange. It's like, she's just swearing. Yeah, there was a couple waves of people weaving. That's exactly right, Quad. That's exactly right. And I think the biggest wave hit us last week, right? I think the biggest wave... I've been here lurking since Heavy Metal Mama retweeted Upper's vid. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I came back because you aren't covering it. There's a lot of people in your camp silent. They're like, I actually am glad you don't cover it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. Even if they did unban you, I wouldn't want to see you go back. Your new format has been so refreshing and really showcases your ability to make this show to cover anything. I appreciate that. Found you through D2, stayed for the discussions, laughs, and personality. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you guys are um, wanting to talk about any of these topics, Starfield apparently is going to be at E3 with gameplay, but it's not releasing this year. It's next year. It's getting shoved the next year. Uh, Biomutant gameplay. There was more gameplay that we broke down at the beginning of the stream. And then Ratchet and Clank more gameplay. Now, if you didn't see my micro news segment, my micro gaming news segment, it's at the very beginning of the stream. You can drag the thing and rewind, watch the first 10 minutes, and then come back here live if you missed my, if you, if you want to get your daily dose of micro news. Also, near the end of every day, I go through gaming news rejects. The, the, the gaming news that didn't make the cut. So if you hang out in Discord and you put all those articles in the gaming news room, number one, thank you for doing that you guys are incredible we crowdsource the news here like I, I can't read it all or find it all you guys have been stellar with that but not everything can make the cut and so we'll read through those rejected news things here in a little while so if you ever show up and you're like I'd rather him talk about thus and so do you want to know what the best ways to get me to start talking about something is asking me a question Lono, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Why did we talk about esports for 35, 45 minutes? Why? Because Silent asked me a question about it. So, is Starfield supposed to be exclusive to Xbox? Xbox and PC, yes, ADJC. 
Baguette with a $3 tip through Super Chat. Thank you so much, Baguette. Is that Australian money? With the A in front of it? Why do they put the A in front of it? Do we have to, like, know? Do I have to report that to the government that I got paid by a criminal? Like, is that how that works? (laughs) I got it! I got it! Another long hair in my face. What is happening? What is happening? What do you think about thus? And also, what are your thoughts on so? What? I Christina, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, it's Australian. Okay. I wish I could do a decent Australian accent because my accents with my kiddos are very limited to like very gruff or very posh British. I can't do Irish, Scottish, or Australian. I need to like like study some videos so when I read to them I can start to shake it up a little bit more middle age settling in that's right that's right um the signs are clear Lono bring back the hair I know it's like it's like my old my long hair is jumping through a space time continuum and is like coming back to haunt me I, I don't I do not know what's happening uh I do not know what's happening good stream oh thank you butters thank you Australian is like Midwest American meets British (laughs) I mean we can all do the cheat where you can say good I might good I might but that's it you literally say the word good and then I and then might like being really strong good I might that's that's the cheat to kind of get you in the door but after that, I can't. I'm, I'm terrible. When you when you tip one dollar to a streamer, now say my name. That's right. That's right. Oh man. Mm, I have Xbox One yesterday. Which game should I buy? I was thinking about Division Two. I've heard Division Two is in a lot better place these days, so I, I'm not actually sure. Think Kano from the new Mortal Kombat. That's Aussie to the core. Sorry, Aussie. I cast my vote for the hair to keep hanging out with the stash wherever they are. Don't don't try and bring up the stash. The only reason people bring up the stash is because they're jealous. The stash played, and you're just jealous that it played, right? It's 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 like it's like when you see a movie star wearing a fedora. You're angry that they're pulling it off because any most anybody else wears a fedora and they look exactly like what you'd expect them to look like. They, they look like a basement dweller okay the mustache is the same mustache is the same mustache played and everyone's jealous so they're like it was terrible Lono it was terrible right that's what it is mustache on my face was like a fedora on a celebrity it was like it played right and because it played all of you all of you jealous Jerry's out there are uh are, are basically bashing it. You're bashing it. It did not play. It played. It played. It played to the right people, right? Not not the people here that have to always, like, make short jokes because they can't get creative or, you know, bash my, bash my mustache. You don't, you don't count. You don't count. Your opinion matters very little when you dial in short jokes regularly. You're... Your your thoughtfulness is is limited, so I don't take it very seriously. <laughs> you know, I just I don't take it very seriously. 
<sighs> What's the likelihood of a new Mortal Kombat game anytime soon now that WB Games is breaking up? What's going to happen to the Batman games? Yeah, we didn't cover that because there was nothing to say. It was just like, well, this is happening. I don't, I don't, there's nothing to say, you know. Other, other than, other than, the, the, you know, this has happened and we're all concerned, you know. I'm feeling very attacked right now. <laughs> uh, is Jealous Jerry coming through? Yeah, here's Jerry. Jerry the Badger. He's still here. He's still hanging out. And he's still extra soft. He'll probably be extra soft for a long time. Usually stuffed animals like this, they end up they end up losing their softness because they're you know they're in the bed with the kiddo or you know getting drug around to the park and outside every day. Have you checked PewDiePie's four hour stream of Biomutant? No, I'd rather go in fresh. I don't want to watch Felix's stuff. Like I you know, I like him, but I I don't wanna I don't wanna watch that because it's you know it's uh it's I like going in fresh I don't like seeing all the stuff early um everybody's different right there are some people that like they 100% want to make sure and watch before they buy I'm not like that so you think I should bring back the stash no because then all I would hear is from people that incessantly have to passively chop down a beautiful a beautiful thing because they're threatened by it you know it's like in Fight Club. He's like, I wanted to destroy something beautiful. Like, I, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, we're already losing. We're already losing viewers and support. I don't want to drive away people that are that are going to feel threatened by my, by my mustache. What's Biomutant about? I feel like I've been seeing the game around uh, for forever. Uh you're like a the, here. And here, I'll show you a picture. You see that guy there? You're basically like a you're like a a bio mutant. You're some kind of a weird like you know human human uh looking like what would it be called when something looks like it has human characteristics? I can't remember what that's called. Um Oh my gosh, I should know this. I should know this word and I can't think of it. It's totally escaping my brain. Anyway, you it's an action RPG where you're like a furry little fighter. It's not humanoid. No, 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 no. No. It's um when something has it's not it's not humanoid. There's another word for it. There's another word for when something has is it anthropomorphic? It's got to be it. I was going to say it's a big intelligent word, not like a uh anthropomorphic. I think that's it, right? Relating to or characterized by anthropomorphism, having human characteristics. That's it. Thank you. I was like, I know it's not humanoid. That sounds like so sci-fi space age. Yeah, anthropomorphic. So you're an anthropomorphic like furry little creature and it's like an action RPG and you are running around with a melee weapon and 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 a gun and... The apparently the customization's crazy. The weapons, the and the and the modding and the builds are kind of wild and crazy. Um, so it's a big intelligent word. That's right. That's right. That's why there was only about ten people in chat that that could type it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's a big intelligent word. So I, everybody was struggling. You know, they were like, I don't know, 
Human? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> uh, excuse me, did you just call me stupid? Well, if you have to ask while not using a question mark, then maybe you've answered your own question, JSTOG. I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Sorry, bro. I always speak in zeros and ones. Yeah, you always, you always speak in binary. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good morning, Ghostface. How are you? Welcome in. Thank you, everybody, for being here this morning. Don't forget to smash the like button. That helps out the video. We don't harp on that like we used to, and I think that is that is kind of hurting us a little bit, a little bit. We're, we've been we've been slacking on the likes. We've been letting you guys get away with not pressing it. So make sure and press it. Set your sights on the next milestone. Um, I've. Uh, I've I've tried to dial back on that and just to let you guys enjoy the show, but you gotta you gotta you gotta help you gotta help me out. You gotta be smashing that button every day. Biomutant looks fun. I'm excited about it. You know, I'm excited about it. It's next week. You know, same things. Humanoid having the appearance of the characteristics of a human. Yeah, yeah. I know it means the same thing. I I, I know it means the same thing. You know, you can say. Uh, there, there, there are there are different ways to say lots of things, you know. And I, I wanted the big word. I wanted the smart word, anthropomorphic. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Yo, what's good, Lightly? Atwood, do your job. Well, no, everybody started scolding Atwood and some of the other people for brigading for likes. Everybody got grumpy, and then you guys don't press it. You're all like, stop it. Leave us alone. We don't want to hear about the like button. And so they all stopped doing it. And I, I, I asked them to tone it down as well. I did. I said, you guys got to tone it down. Uh, you have to tone it down. It's just too much. You're, you're <laughs> you guys are doing it too much. And yeah, sure enough, the likes went down. You know, it, it went down because uh, we're, not, we're not beating people over the head. You know, it's like Pavlov's dog, dude. If I don't ring the bell. It ain't happening. If I don't, if I, <laughs> if I don't tell people to do it, it won't happen. Did we already talk about um, the we can't do the channel? Who two planned in our? Did we already talk about that we can't do the channel? We two planned in your hot tub on purple. Seems like we won't make ad revenue. Yeah, we we talked about that. We did. We did. We could talk about your sentence structure as well, but you know, we, we everybody got to hear how bad it was. He doesn't like or subscribe to his own crap, and then he complains that no one else does. Lead by example. What do you mean? I shouldn't have to subscribe to my own stuff. We're in bad shape. We're in bad shape. If me not liking and subscribing is is a deficit, okay? If me not liking and subscribing to my own content. We're in we're in worse shape than I thought if that's the deficit, right? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was people who wanted a one trick pony. I, I I I didn't think it was my fault. I didn't think it was my fault. <laughs> you know, don't text the way that you you talk. That's right. <laughs> uh it's almost the exact opposite or classical conditioning. That's right. That's right. He's going to lose by one and wonder why. <laughs> I didn't vote for myself. I didn't vote for myself. You're supposed, everybody knows you're supposed to vote for yourself. 
Uh, it's subliminal. You actually pressing it isn't the point. It's people seeing it on screen not being pressed. Where? Where? When is my stuff on screen ever? You know, I don't see it. Lono's saying he's too good for his own content. Yeah, I, I, I really, you know, I would, I would sub, I would sub and watch my content if it was about Destiny. <laughs> you know, I don't care that this guy's busting his back and working until midnight to give variety gaming coverage at a caliber that almost no one else delivers on the platform. I just, just rather him talk about Destiny. So I, you know, I guess I'll take my sub and go watch Astacross. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys later. I got a CrossFit to watch, you know? I got to see what old Asty's up to. <laughs> On that note, I'm out. That's right. That's right. We can see what you do, by the way. We know who you watch. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my own content. That's right. Yeah, I'm too sexy for... Yeah, there you go. Most kids will not get that reference, Chris. You dated yourself. He dated yourself a little bit. Lono wouldn't watch himself because he'd probably get into arguments with himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, five spot from Sven. A five dollar tip through super chat. Daily reminder for you to press our own like your own like button. Thank you, Sven. I'll get right on that. I'll get right on that. You know. We almost have four hundred likes, though. A couple more likes and we'll get it. A couple more likes and we'll get it. Another week, boys. Yeah, that's right. That's right. New format, Lono watching Astacross videos. That's right. Maybe that's how we'll do it, you know? We definitely see who you watch. That's right, that's right. I don't like adding videos to my like playlist because I actually use it for other things. Oh, I wish you could toggle that off. I wish you could toggle that off silent. When you click the like button, you should be able to click just like, and you should be able to be like, like and add to playlist. That should be an option. You just like hold it down. And so if you don't want it to hit your playlist, but you want to help me out, you should be able to do that. That would be such a great UI change for YouTube users. Not everybody wants to flood some playlist. Like you're saying, some people use the like button as a save for later. They're like, oh, this is a good video. I'm going to use this later when I'm at that level, or I'm going to watch this later when I can listen to it. I'm at work right now, right? I don't want to have to try to search for this. So they smash the like button and they use that playlist. You know? I don't understand why they haven't given people the option to do that. If you have premium, it does not do that? Really? I, I don't know. Isn't there a save button for this? No, I don't think so. There's a download, isn't there? Oh, is there a save button? Yeah, maybe they've given you the functionality and we're just, you, you, not me, you're just too dumb to figure it out. Um, uh, um, okay, hang on, I don't want to click on that. I don't want to click on that either. Can I get a video that I actually want to click on? Yeah, save. I can like, downvote, share, download, and save. It's now been saved. Save to recent playlist. Daily talks. What? Why would it do that? No! Get out of there! Oh, I can save it to watch later and make it private. 
Oh my gosh! That is not what I wanted to do. Thankfully, it wasn't something dirty. Just all of a sudden hit my daily talks video. I didn't realize you could freaking do that. I didn't realize you could do that. It was a JP video. That guy with the long hair that makes fun of woke culture. I freaking love him. I love him. Um, Man, we could have really, really helped out the upload channel. I didn't realize we could do that creature. We could have just saved all those video to daily talks. And then people could have come in, in the daily talks, could have been broken out. And it had been in that playlist. They weren't getting very good views though, because that channel was just dead in the water. But we could have been doing that when we were when we were uploading those. I didn't know that you could do that. I had no idea I could go to somebody else's content, hit a button, and then have it hit a playlist that you guys could see. I had no idea. No idea I could do that with my other content. We could conceivably do that with shorts, then creature, couldn't we? Couldn't we create a playlist here called Shorts, slap it under past broadcast, it's actually already there, and I could go, and every time I do a short on the short channel, I could save it to that playlist. So if people don't want to subscribe over there, but they want to see the videos, right? You know, woke used to be such a good word. It did, it did, yeah. Yeah, triggered used to mean something. Like... In the in the in in the actual mental health world, triggered is a word that used to mean something, and crybabies on the internet have hijacked it. It's really triggering if you compliment me in the way that I don't want to be complimented. So please, if you're going to compliment me, please only do it in this way. Shut the frick up! What the heck? In theory, it's not exactly like you're thinking, but it's close. Well, but you you know what I'm saying. It wouldn't drive viewership there, creature, but at the very least, people who, you know, browse my main channel, they would then find that, that shorts channel, maybe. I mean, it's at the bottom on recommended channels, but then it could literally be shorts channel, right? It would be a playlist titled shorts channel, and I would just click save all those videos to it, and then they'd see Shorts channel, like, oh, there's his Shorts channel, wait, right here? <gasps> oh my gosh! We can make a playlist called Gameplay, and save all of the game. we could make a playlist called SNTR Gaming, and then save everything, so anybody that lands on our homepage could see all of our channels, basically. Huh. I wonder if that's like an, not necessarily a strong strategy, but an untapped strategy that we could use for more cross-pollination. We could do the same thing on gaming. We could have a playlist over there called SNTR Presents. I gotta do that. I gotta be diligent to do it. You know what I mean? I gotta look back. I gotta be diligent to do it. Aren't all your channels technically shorts channels? Zubair, I swear to frick. I swear to frick. You've tried multiple times today to get my attention with a short joke. And you just did. You just did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Or maybe we could just, you know, when I'm going to start with you live, but later. 
No, we can't do that, creature. We can't. If we put all the content here, we're going to get punished. And they're going to be like, you've sent too many notifications. And our core audience is going to be like, what the frick is going on? I didn't subscribe for gameplay. And they're going to unsub. Same way they did with Destiny content. We can't put gameplay over here. We can't. It's not going to work. The only thing I wish we could do right now, this is a, this is a metric that we need, creature. This is a metric that we need. I need to be able to go to a video and not just see how many subs did I get that day. I need to see how many of them do I still have. That's what I need to be able to see. Do you want to know why I need to be able to see that? Because we could really, really test your theory. We could go back to the day where I played Outriders gameplay on this channel and we could analyze that stream and we could say uh, Outriders live gameplay it was a 5 hour stream it got 15,000 views I go to analytics right that's no that's not analytics what the frick is that I go to analytics and let me see how many subs we got let's see how many subs we got that day okay 5 frick it Cricket, that stream didn't do anything. Wait, what day of the what day was that? That'll be better. The the individual metrics on the video is never freaking helpful. Okay, that was on April the first. Okay, that was on April the first. April the first. Okay, so creature continues to think that the gaming we shouldn't have the gaming channel. We should do everything here, and I think he's insane. All right, subscription source. We're gonna go to custom. And we're going to just look at April the 1st. And we're going to see how many subs we got that day. 96. Dead gummit! Dead gummit. Now, I wish I could see then. I wish I could see how many of those 96 have we kept. And how many of them bailed as soon as, as soon as they started realizing we're mainly a talk show. Or that we also do talk show content. Jacoby coming in. Thank you so much, Jacoby Hughes, for the brand new membership. You the best. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserve dope stuff. Can you play games here and then upload the vids to the gaming channel? No, you can't double dip like that. YouTube will smack your hand. Creature can go suck on an onion if he wants to remove SNTR gaming. I think Creature is right because he's playing to the algorithm. Wait, you do a talk show? Creature has continually thought that we are making a mistake by going over to the gaming channel. I have always thought that there's a significant danger. So, right now, we have gained subs this morning. There are new... I just heard something fall. Everybody okay? I think they're fine. Nobody's yelling. Uh... I have always contested and said if a bunch of people are subscribing to this morning format and then all of a sudden they get pinged in the afternoon with gameplay they're going to be like what the frick is this I subscribe to a talk show and vice versa they're going to subscribe in the afternoon be like oh this is a cool show and then they're going to get pinged in the morning for a live talk show and they're going to be like what the frick is this What, what is this why am I getting hit with this do you see the conflict? Right now, gaming has a pure sub base. It is pure. 
anybody clicking sub on that channel is clicking sub for gameplay of new games and they're getting it every day Monday through Friday okay anybody who subscribes here is getting a Monday through Friday live talk show and then we're and then we're also giving you like the shorter piecemeal the micro gaming news and then we do the afternoon upload we're gonna watch my video if you guys haven't seen it yet coming up later is days gone PC before you buy we'll be watching that together this afternoon so make sure you stick around for that if you miss it you can watch it later uh, but to me I think that just makes logical sense we're already running into the problem of notifying people too much and, and worrying that it's hurting the channel if all of a sudden I start doing gameplay here and you're getting that alert as well I, I don't know I, I just uh, I am so hesitant to do that just like I was hesitant to do a short on Monday night I knew it I felt it in my blood I was like I should not do a short on Monday night it died almost nobody saw it and then the next day we had a terrible start Guess what happened last night? No short, no pull, and today was a stronger start. It's 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 like we have to walk a fine line right now. If I hit your inbox with too much content or too many noties, I'm getting my hand slapped. You know? I have a plan, and my crap always works sometimes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I wouldn't call anything on that channel pure, bearable maybe. Shut up, Cyber! I'm just kidding. What percentage of newest subs, though, are sub to both channels? So now how things work. Chat AM, games PM. My patron does what you're doing, so I will say, your idea works. Honestly, I'd be happy to DM Creature his channel. Maybe you all could find some ideas. Oh my gosh, yes. If you want to let us know who it is, Ashen, we will 100% analyze what they're doing and how they're doing it and all of that. Because here's Creature's frustration. He understands the industry for uploads. We're trying to learn how to, how to navigate this industry as a live stream. So he looks at some of the bigger channels and understandably he gets so irritated. He's like, these people are freaking uploading all dadgum day. And I'm like, yeah. Their channels have over 100,000 subscribers, and, and they get away with it. Why? Because their sub base is hitting the video so strong right off the rip, they're riding the suggesteds. We do the same thing on gaming. You guys come over to gaming, and we just ride the suggesteds, and the video does great. It has this great arc. It's like, you guys come over, and then we get all these new people to come in. The same thing happens on those really large channels. They're uploading freaking videos all dadgum day, and they don't get any. They don't. They don't. They don't get hurt by that. Uh, we get hurt. We we do one extra video a day. We're like, you can't do that. <laughs> okay. And it, it was and it's it's hurt our turnout in the mornings. I think because people, right? I think it's because people are getting too many noties. You know. I, it's it's irritating. It's like we have to play by different rules because we're a smaller channel, I guess. Now, now maybe things will change for us when we hit 50k subs. We're, I mean, we just it's just it's gonna be such a slog to get to 50k. It's so slow going. But I'm telling you, we get to 50k, maybe some of this will change. I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't know if that would be Ashen right now. Any insight that we have from anybody who's done YouTube, watched YouTube, consumed YouTube, any insight's helpful. Any insight. Any insight. We we did something somewhere, or YouTube did something somewhere, 
and we and we were getting we're getting hit. I knew we were going to take a hit when the new season from Destiny came out, but something else is going on. Something else. And I think it's because YouTube is adding stuff. I think when they added shorts, shorts was in beta in another country, and I think when they came over, I think when it came over, I and they turned it on, I think we were we were just riding high on shorts and then wham, they changed the rules and how they're implemented. I think they did that and I think we and I think we unknowingly unknowingly when we started doing shorts again it was hurting us. So ran away with oh who'd she run away with? Who who's who's red? Oh, I see the picture. Uh. He swears by this book. The only concern I would have about that book, Light Leap, you, you suggested it before, is we're not an upload channel. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee about five minutes ago. It was Zinthos. Thank you so much, Zinthos, for ordering some coffee. You the best. Appreciate that. First coffee order of the day. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate it. Um... Did you see that Matthew Santoro's channel is dying? He has 6 million subs and whatever YouTube did is hurting him too. Like, I, I, I was telling people, I was like, we didn't really do anything. We honestly didn't do anything. The only thing we changed was we started chopping down to 10, pushing pushing the uh, the VOD into a playlist. And I know we, that probably hurt us because there were people coming in the afternoon that were like, Man, where's the VOD? Where's the VOD? You know? Um, I need to get that energy out. I'm Oh my, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's distracting. A lot of channels do it the way Lono does it. Separate stream and short vid channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't want to export your channel data, I'd be happy to run some correlation analysis and do some modeling in my spare time. I mean, we have TubeBuddy and um, and and creatures trying to do some research there as well. Um, uh, we have so many different things to take into account, including uh, Lono. Uh, I have to curb so many of the my go-to stats because we have to tip toe the line of what's good for YouTube and what's good for live broadcasting. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <clears throat> um. Ask Zinthos if he has any siblings, particularly Azrath or Metro. <laughs> uh, I think some people thought you may go back to Destiny, and when the new season started, you didn't. Maybe they bailed. This happened before that, though, Big Mouth Strike. It's happening to other channels. I do. I think YouTube changed some stuff. They do it all the time. This is one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons I like having two channels. Because seemingly whatever they did is not hurting my other channel. It's not. Whatever they change is not hurting gaming, but it's hurting this channel. And do you see how we can kind of like, okay, that's in in a year, it won't be as it won't be as destructive. Does that make sense? Like the gaming channel's on a great trajectory. So in a year, if YouTube does something like this, it's unlikely that both channels will get hit. Why? Well, cuz they're going to be very different. Their, their algorithms, their tags, their their viewership growth, their sub base, all of it will be so different that it's unlikely that both channels will get hit at the exact same time. You know what I mean? 
Um, I understand. Maybe if you know how the algorithms work, you might be able to separate the content better. He told me something that seems very fitting for the algorithm. Know your customer, the viewer. Is your viewer the person watching uh, hour-long podcast about something or someone watching 10-minute vids about one game? He says you have to figure that out because that's how the algorithm works. It will feed to that type of viewer that the u- thinks the user is. So one of the things he told me, for example, is not having different types of uploads on one channel, for example. Keep one product to a channel, uh, feed one type of viewer. It also is why so many Destiny YouTubers struggle with variety on YouTube. It ruins his metrics. So he stopped. Right, and you have to understand, we're like we are kind of trying to do both. This was a purely upload channel for four or five years, and now it's a live channel that we're also uploading to. It was pure. We were doing exactly what you were saying, Light Leap. We were covering Destiny, and the segments were getting uploaded to an upload channel. So you come here for live, you'd go there for your uploads, and that channel started doing really well. And this channel was doing really well. Well, Bungie detonated my entire business structure by banning me from the game. So it was like, okay, we'll do variety coverage. Well, the variety videos were getting uploaded over there and they were dying. They were getting nothing. They were doing terribly. Why is that? Not only am I covering gaming news the next day, I was covering gaming news the next day and then uploading it to a channel a day later than that. So those videos were never going to go anywhere. Now they hit the next day and can ride, they can ride recommendations. I can't strike while the iron's hot like Yang Ye and these other guys. I can't. I'm not sitting there combing over stuff and being like, oh, hot one. Let me sit down and record a 10. I can't do that. Right? So what I do is, day before, Creature and I comb over gaming news and we're like, what do we think is going to be a good pull for tomorrow? Let's pick three. Let's pick a focus topic. That's tomorrow. And then all that stuff hits the next day pulls off the algorithms we get great suggestions we get great results from it today we're getting a 15% suggested which is a little bit weaker than normal but we're getting a 7% on YouTube search so we're showing up we're showing up next day on relevant topics and we're meeting people and we're gaining subs right we're getting new folks in the door right now we have gone up who knows how many we've lost but we've gone up five or six subs, which means we've probably gone up about ten, because we're always losing. You know what I'm saying? If your game channel isn't seeing the issue that this channel is, I just can't help seeing the big difference between them. It's because one is pure and one is not. This channel spent four and five years uploading Destiny content, and now it's not. The gaming channel was born and has done nothing but upload gameplay of new games consistently. Bam, 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 every day. So it's it's flourishing. This channel is turning a rudder. It's just slow. I'm telling you right now, if we stick to this in six months, we'll be glad we stuck to it. Because right now what we're doing is, is we're trading. 20 people walk out the door because they're like, it's not Destiny. It's not the show that I fell in love with. And 15 to 16 new people come in the door. So it's about the 15 to 16 to people that come in new. That's what it is. And eventually, we'll start gaining more than we're losing. So right now, we're like breaking even. Lose some, gain some. Lose some, gain some. And eventually, the lose some gets lower, and the gain some goes higher, and that's when the momentum will start. 
So essentially, we have to weather the storm right now. I think we're weathering it incredibly well. I think you guys have been supporting it. You guys have been showing up. You know, and I, I, I think we're learning a lot of lessons about format. I think we already made some great changes. I think starting off with micro gaming news has been great. I think ending the day with a focus 10 minute has been great. I, I, I think I think we're already we're already adapting, I think, pretty well to what's going on. Um, any other news about supposed changes coming to YouTube this year? I know you heard a lot. Right, they're supposed to be gifted members. They're supposed to be... They're looking into rating and hosting other channels, which would be insanely helpful to us. Um, uh, not important, but my previous name on here was Ibo Cuz. Recently changed it. Oh, I remember you. You were you were tipping a bunch the other day. Thank you, Baguette. Uh, working on a different shift now. I'm off today. Oh, what's good, Eric? I think part of the issue is you went from one topic a day to multiple topics a day. As a casual browser of YouTube, I usually get on looking to watch something specific. Um, I appreciate that, Dwayne. No, we found that multiple topics gets a better response. It gets a better response on the start than just one. We tried one topic for a week on the uh, on the thumbnail. Y'all sell coffee? We do. You can use the coffee command or go to rageousroast.com. Everyone needs to take into account that we have to stay in a lane that Lono is comfortable in. I can execute the best strategy ever conceived, but if the talent isn't in his groove, it won't work. Right, like, to me, we can't sacrifice, we can't sacrifice the paying members, and the paying members show up for the talk show. So we can't, we can't switch to an upload style channel, we simply can't. You know? It's just the way. It's just the way that it is right now. We need more hot tubs? That's right. This is the way audience transition works for most recording artists. It's a revolving door until it isn't. Yep. Yep, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And look, yesterday YouTube was acting up. I mean, something might have just happened. You know, we just lost like 40 people all of a sudden. So, I mean, YouTube was having some errors yesterday. They said they rectified them, though. Um, I tend to look more at the thumbnails and the titles. Now, the thumbnail is just a blank black screen with three topics versus cool still frames with a short header. Right, it's, it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. We were trying single topics that felt clickbaity, and then we were trying multi-topic, and it seemed like you guys are responding stronger to multi-topic, you know? Yeah, we know. We talked about the hot tub demonetization. We, I, I said a couple of weeks ago, and I had been continuing to say that that w- that ship that ship was not going to continue to sail. That they they were that they were going to hit rocky waters. That advertisers were gonna were gonna get irritated. Um, um, uh, um. <clears throat> Hang on a second. I was just checking. Why did I get a comment on... Man, that video is old. So weird how some videos just randomly get comments. <clears throat> Could be hurting retention. Well, sure. I mean, people... It's unavoidable. People throw out advice and have tips and ideas on things that we could do. And... You know, it's it's part of the process. It's part of the process. Like, 
we've not spent a ton of time on it today, but, you know, some people have got some ideas on what we could do differently or, you know. And we got on this because people were, like, you know, asking about why is the gameplay on a separate channel, so. You know? Uh... Do, 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 do. So, I mean, if you're interested in gameplay, I get that. We have a channel for that. You know, we we feel, I feel strongly about that divide. I think that that's very, very strong. Um, have you covered Starfield being Xbox PC exclusive yet this week? It's included in the news segment, Distorted. So essentially, what's going on with Starfield is we have very soft confirmation they will be at E3 with gameplay this year. We also have soft confirmation it will not be launching in 2021, but in 2022. Now, baked into this is that... um, There's recent news coming out that Starfield will be exclusive to Xbox and PC, and the industry insider that kind of covered this was Jeff Grubb on his latest show of uh, of Game Mesh Show Live. Uh, And he's saying he is confident that they will be at E3 with gameplay, and he's also confident, according to some of the ad buy that Microsoft has done, that Starfield will be launching next year. Um, Did the devs hard confirm... What are they hard confirmed distorted exclusivity or E3 or the launch date? Like typically according to this article from the gamer when Jeff Grubb says something you can take it to the bank. Like that's that's what essentially what they said. Um uh Was that cracked down on like a year ago? Yeah, it's come it, it comes back about every 12 about every 12 months. Exclusivity I mean, I didn't know that it. I didn't know that it wasn't confirmed. Distorted. I always thought it was a Microsoft exclusive title for the longest time. I thought that. I don't know why I thought that. I don't know where I got that information or where I got that news. But I thought for the longest time, yeah, it's 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 a Microsoft title. You know, I I I don't know. That's that's what I thought for the longest time. You know. Jeff Grubb tweeted, Starfield is exclusive to Xbox and PC, period. This is me confirming that. And he was responding to somebody with a with a with a um, a wheel of time username, Randall Thor. Uh, I had a bunch of messages and super chats about Starfield today where people were saying that Jeff Grubb said that it wasn't exclusive or whatever, so I figured to tweet this out and give and have Jeff clear the air. Yeah, so he's saying it will be exclusive. I thought that before ever seeing that tweet, though. I thought we already knew that. That it was 100%... Um, um, it was 100% confirmed well before. Uh... Sorry, I was responding to something in in, in the Discord. Did YouTube... I think YouTube chat died. No, it moved. It just moved. I think everyone assumed it would be exclusive since it's a Bethesda game. 
We have no confirmation apart from Phil saying it was being done on a case-by-case basis. I, I don't know what to tell you. I, for some reason, just from the very beginning of hearing about Starfield, I had it in my brain that it was an exclusive title. That's what I thought. Still here? Yeah, it glitched out on me yesterday. It did like a flicker and reconnected, so I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought it was doing it again. Um, uh, uh, you received your second order, but not your first? Can somebody assist Big Mad Mo? I'm not in a position to do it right now. He's saying he he got his first... He got his second coffee order, but not his first? That doesn't sound right. I thought we rectified that. Um, It was a natural assumption that it would be made an exclusive. I thought for sure that they had, it was stated somewhere um, that it was going to be of... that it was going to be a, an exclusive. I thought it was like explicitly stated somewhere. Um... I don't know. Uh, it's not the same. Jeff Grubb from D&D, is it? I have. I actually don't know. Big Mad Mo, I'll follow up. They went out the same day. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't he have gotten two tracking numbers? Rambo the Nerd, thank you so much for your membership. Keeping it here and give me that blue badge. I appreciate you keeping your membership here. Thank you to all the new members who joined today. Uh, I appreciate that very, very much. Keeping us, keeping us going on the membership count. We're in the 850s right now, so I thank you for that. I struggle to understand what would be the point of buying Bethesda unless Microsoft was going to make it exclusive. I, I am, I'm right there with you. Like, I don't know what people expect, right? I don't, I don't, I don't know what people expect. All right, here we go. Here we go. I got you. Let's do this. Uh, Starfield um, let me do something yeah Starfield Xbox exclusive Uh, do you think it will be an exclusive title why or why not alright and then we're gonna go uh, live stream here let's just do this Let's just do this. Alright, here's what we're going to do. When we come back, um, I'm going to look at the poll results and your poll responses. Starfield Xbox exclusive. Do you think it will be an exclusive title? Why or why not? They've all but confirmed it, but I want to know what you guys think. Use the poll command. Alright? I'm going to take a very brief break and go use the restroom. When I come back, we'll look at your poll responses and then we'll potentially take a look at... um, gaming news rejects so get over there take that poll let's have a debate if you want to have a debate you might see some ads when i step away i'll be right back smash the like button subscribe and the bell button don't go anywhere we still have to watch my video days gone pc before you buy as well as some of the gaming news rejects and this new poll go take the poll i'll be right back
It's the old poll? No, I pushed it live. Yeah, the poll is... Oh, the command is wrong. I am freaking sorry. Hang on a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to update the command. There you go. I just updated the... I just updated it. I am sorry about that. The poll command is used to just take people to the community page, but the community page has been acting up. So we changed it. Like, I was going to the community page, and it was a random poll at the top, and I was like, why is it doing this? So, yeah. You just went to the community tab? Well, yeah, the command used to just take you to the community tab, but the poll was acting really, really strangely. I mean, I can, I could, I, let me update the command so I don't make that mistake again. Um, let's just update the command. Um, to just take people to the community page. It was happening yesterday, and so I kind of freaked out, and I was like, well, let's update the command to take people to the community page. Okay, there we go. Now we won't make that mistake again. I was like, oh, what a good idea. Do a poll while I step away. And then we, we, I, I biffed it. Because it was the old, it was the old poll in the command. Um, so let's read, let's read through some of these, let's read through some of these comments. Um, let's refresh. Get the results on, on here. Yeah, only 38. That's all right, though. It's just an experiment. Rageous Rose and Kavanaugh's Irish Cream is top tier. I use Italian sweet cream with it, and I use less and less. I use less and less creamer because, like, the coffee flavor is so smooth and so drinkable. I actually prefer uh, less creamer. Um, let's read through some of the comments though that you guys left Sean says I'm pretty sure that it will be an exclusive however it is strange this has not been fully officially confirmed as such yet I think that is why there is so much confusion uh, I bet they are avoiding the bad press uh, after their announcement that's what I think that's what I think they're doing I think they're avoiding the bad press Distorted said it's obvious not only bit being stated, but but the fact that Microsoft buying Bethesda, uh, if they were going to just keep everything third party and available everywhere, they wouldn't need to buy them. This 100% will not be the the last fat exclusive. Agreed. I don't see why they would bother buying them if they weren't going to cash in on it. Fuzzy Dude says, I think the reason that they haven't confirmed it, it will release as an exclusive for a few months and then be ready for PC. They just won't share with Sony. Uh, This is a solid prediction. I actually think that's a pretty solid prediction that maybe it'll have exclusivity to the console first, but I didn't think that they were going to do that. I thought that they were really, really pushing for a simultaneous launch, or at least on their first party stuff, they were going to push for simultaneous launches. I I, I thought they were going to try and avoid um, the idea that you would be 
you know, getting it on console first. I, I didn't think that they, I thought they were avoiding that. I thought the whole point of a lot of their changes was that it was a unified uh, process. Now, that might not be in place when Starfield launches, but, you know, I don't know. That to me is kind of backwards with some of the some of the communication. I still think your prediction is solid, but a lot of their communication seems to indicate that they don't want it to feel like the console is pitted against the other. Um, so, Dustin says, "I would hope so, considering how much money they spent." Uh, yes, same. Um, I think it'll be exclusive because it is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Zinthos says, I do think it'll be an Xbox and PC game. Microsoft bought Bethesda for a reason. Uh, agree with this. Uh, Master Ty says, like you, I thought it was obvious. Only game that Sony already had an own exclusive deal with still coming to PlayStation. Oh, only games that already had an existing, uh, deal with. Um, yes. I wonder if there was a background... Uh, deal on this though preventing an announcement because uh, there's not been an official announcement right We that's the that's kind of one of the weirder parts about it now maybe they're waiting to do an official announcement until the game plays out there um, because 7 billion dollars says coach Gill Lordful Mind says, most likely exclusive. I think Microsoft sells spells blood in the water regarding Sony. I wouldn't be surprised to see more exclusive as we go further into the next generation of consoles. Uh, uh, the long game. Always. Always play the long game. Derp43. As a PlayStation consumer, I encourage the exclusivity. I hope it drives competition and forces other companies to compete with each other, giving the consumers more diversity between platforms. Uh, I like first party exclusives. I don't like third party limited time or third party uh, or limited time uh, exclusives. That's that's the thing that I don't like. I didn't like when they did that with um, with Tomb Raider. I, you know, I didn't like when they did that with Destiny. Uh, Sorcerer of Havoc. I believe they will because they were bought by Microsoft. Uh, yep, agreed agreed with that um the you know the 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 nature of that relationship will likely flesh itself out over the years so um so that i mean that that was a fun little on the fly poll i mean obviously we we might start doing these a little bit earlier in the stream i was going to kind of let you guys drive that today and we were all over the map i thought the esports discussion was really really good one uh, and obviously we talked about the purple platform and, and, and the, the advertising and all of the, the hot tub drama over there. Um, that wasn't really in the thumbnail or the plan this morning, but I knew people were going to want to know what I thought. Uh, so the, uh, the next segment that we like to do, as long as we don't go to the wrong dadgum channel, or I'm sorry, uh, news source, we got that stupid HD, DC, whatever, um, uh, let's see here. A further step to getting GeForce in the hands of streamers. Uh, Take Two announces plans to launch a new Gearbox franchise before April of 2022. Really? Here's a good one from PC Gamer. 
Take Two is releasing 62 games by 2024, so there's two good stories we can comb through very briefly for some uh, gaming news rejects. Now, sometimes the gaming news rejects end up... um, They end up in the next day in the micro news, so some of these might end up getting kicked to the next day if uh, if I think they're good enough. Um, So... Also, fans of No Man's Sky, they apparently are going to be getting uh, the DLSS support for No Man's Sky very soon, and it looks very, very clean for the frame rate. Uh, so that's that's exciting to see. Only the Tesla doesn't experience the same sort of fumbling three four three did as a first thir- uh, as a as a first party dev. Right, 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 right. Game Pass ain't it. They need to start having better first-party games. I feel like it's a two-pronged strategy, Eugene, and one can feed the other. If they start to have really, really strong... You start to have really, really strong, you know, uh, you know, first-party titles, that can fuel Game Pass, you know? Um, so... I think I think that can that can definitely help. Excited for Starfield, but I will always hold doubt in my mind <clears throat> after seventy six. Yeah, I, I think the main issue with Fallout seventy six was old technology, old engine. I think that was one of the leading causes uh, of issues there. You know, um, uh, I, I I think that was very very clear. Uh, Bethesda already has its own fumbling yeah I mean that's true that's true they they certainly have had their own issues uh all already uh you know recently um let's take a look at some of these let's take a look at some of these uh this one here uh from video game chronicle take two announces plans to launch a new gearbox franchise before april 2022 new game mentioned during a publisher's full year earnings call That's just around the corner in the development world. Take-Two has announced plans to launch a new franchise from Borderlands developer Gearbox Software during the publisher's current fiscal year, ending March 31st, 2022. The company said on Tuesday that it intends to release 21 games during its current fiscal year, including four immersive core games, two from proven franchises and two new ones, according to the CEO Strauss Zelnick. Gearbox's new game, which was mentioned during the publisher's full-year earnings call, presumably fits into the immersive core category. Take-Two president Carl Sladoff stated uh, that this category consists of titles offering highly engaging gameplay products such as Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, and Borderlands, plus the company's strategy games and sports simulations. Take-Two called Borderlands 3... Uh, 2K's fastest selling title in its full year earnings presentation with the game having shipped some 13 million units since its release in September of 2019 Embracer Group announced in February that it was set to acquire Texas based Gearbox for up to 1.4 billion following the announcement 2K said it would continue to work with Gearbox on the Borderlands franchise as hinted at uh, and hinted at collaborations on other projects too as the proud publisher of the Borderlands franchise we are happy for our partners at Gearbox and this exciting new chapter for their organization uh, so this seems to be essentially confirmation that there will obviously be another Borderlands title uh, you know, in the future they're not done with it um, 
Um, so, you know, they're not they're not done. They're not done apparently with that franchise. But I mean, it, it says here they're doing so they're doing four immersive core games, two from proven franchises and two new ones. So I mean, that sounds like you know a bo- a new Borderlands has gotten the green light to me. Um, possibly that also means Grand Theft Auto, uh, and then two new two brands new ones. Um, just got my rageous roast and it's delicious. Also, there's a superhero sticker on the back of the packing. Chef's kiss. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it, Keeg. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um. Borderlands is a huge moneymaker for them. I mean, as, as as rocky as the Borderlands 3 launch was in the review world, in the streaming world, I honestly wonder, there's a part of me that wonders if, um, if they essentially still made a junk ton of money and have a ton of fans because most people play it more casually. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that's kind of my thought on and it's like well people play it more casually so you know a lot of people might not have had issues with borderlands the way that myself and a lot of the hardcore audience um had issues with it you know there were a lot of people that took issue with the story they took issue with i took issue with the pacing and the scaling um there were hardcore players uh that um uh that there were there were there were people unhappy with the significantly happy with the end game and the end game balance and the character designed they shipped like 13 million copies that's pretty massive yeah i mean they made a ton of money the real question that i would have is did they hit sales projections um did they hit sales projections for the game with respect to the dlc right did the issues that the streaming community and the hardcore Borderlands community did those issues damage or harm the uh, the potential DLC sales that they were counting on, and would that would that hinder, would that affect, or would that influence future decisions that they're going to make with the franchise? It doesn't sound like it to me. It sounds like Take Two is backing it for more, and Gearbox and Take Two were happy with the results. Um, what kind of issues did the hardcore gamers have? So the the end game was kind of sloppily put together. There were lots of incredibly imbalanced builds and guns that got patched pretty early on. Anytime you start patching really strong builds, it's kind of a twofold problem. You really frustrate people that were enjoying the build and using the build, and then you're also um, making everybody pivot to something new. They also had issues with drop rates. They had issues with the way the actual end game felt. You know, as a piece of content, uh, there were people that thought the story was bad. I thought first playthrough pacing and scaling was stupid because you end up over leveled. So every side mission, every extra thing you do, you're you're going for gear that is underneath your level. It didn't make any sense to me. It's like th- there was parts in the game where my wife and I had done everything. We cleared the map, found all the stuff, did all the side quests. And we were like level 13 and we were getting like level nine and 10 stuff, right? 
It was like, what is all this? Why am I not getting stuff at my level? Where people were like, well, you have to roll the game over, and when you roll the game over and play it on the second playthrough, that's when you start to get stuff at your level. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So I basically have to beat the game in order to be treated with, like, leveling respect. This was after they said that when you play co-op, all gear will scale to your level, uh, and so will the enemies. So if you play with your buddy, you're not going to get screwed out of gear at your level. So if your buddy is a level 8 and you're a level you know, 17, you can play with your buddy and you can continue to get drops. Uh, you can continue to get drops. Um, what in the world is this? You can continue to get drops at your level. And so to me, it was like, it was like, oh, this is great. This is uh, th- this is exactly what you wanted to see. It was like this is exactly what was the problem with, um, you know, uh, how do I remove myself from this? Um, somebody got hacked on Facebook and tagged me in something. I was like, why am I getting a ping from Facebook? I never get pings from Facebook. Um, and that was a common complaint in Borderlands 1 and 2 is that if you played slow and you did everything you grabbed the side quests you 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 cleared your map of little exclamation points you ended up over leveled and it was really irritating you would go to do a mission and get a really dope reward and it would be like 3 and 4 levels below you and it was like well this is the dumbest thing ever why right and so when I heard the uh when greg says no more exclusives it's crazy it's it's uh it's it's crazy greg we covered that the other day it's so weird it's like if you actually show up for the streams you'd get the gaming news when it breaks (laughs) we literally covered that like two days ago greg uh anyway and so that was a common complaint that people had about borderlands one and borderlands two was that you almost felt like I, I, why am I going to do everything if it's going to undercut my grind, right? You're working, man. I'm just giving you crap, Greg. I'm giving you crap. But yeah, we did cover it. I just think it's funny when people come in like a, a day or two later and they're like, yo, check this out. And I'm like, yeah, we covered that. Uh, anyways. Um, I think the thumbnail literally says, uh, oh no, the thumbnail doesn't say it. The title says it. So yeah. Um, and so my wife and I were playing and we go to this entirely new area in Borderlands 3, right? We go to this entirely new area and we're clearing it and we're killing the enemies and we're getting drops. And the drops are like five levels below us, right? Uh, we had uh, level 13 characters and we were getting like level 9 and 10 gear. I'm like, this is so stupid. And there was a side quest in that area. And when we grabbed it and we killed stuff and we completed it, we got gear. It was basically a, a, um, a vending machine simulator. It was like, well, everything we're getting is so low level. Just take it to the vending machine and sell it. Then we got to the boss in the area and he scaled to us. He was one level higher than us and he dropped gear that was one level higher than us. I'm like, okay, that's good. We went and opened the chest in his little chest room after we beat him and it was stuff that was three and four levels below us I was like okay if this were any dumber like I that was I think like the last time that was the last time we played that was the last time her and I played I was like this is so stupid I was like why are you not giving us gear at our level it doesn't make any sense I think we got to tiny Tina and we quit 
I was like, I don't want to play this. This is stupid. You promised us a game that would scale gear to our level when we played co-op, but I guess they were only referring to if I come join you and I'm higher level than you. And it's like, well, I, I don't understand. Why wouldn't the game do that from the very beginning? So if I'm playing with my wife, no matter what we do, no matter how we approach the game, no matter how exhaustive we play the game, we're getting gear to drop at our level. So that was my problem with the game, and that's just me. There were people that didn't like the end game. Drop rates were all over the place. Balance was all over the place. So I say all that to say this. Borderlands 3 apparently was very successful, and Take-Two and Gearbox are happy to give us more. Like, that's what it seems. So, um, so, um. Uh, what happened? Um, mm, okay. Mm-mm. Okay, let's go to another story. I was like, what are you guys talking about in Discord? Oops, that's n- not what I wanted. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Here's another one about Take-Two from PC Gamer. So, Take-Two is releasing 62 games by 2024, and we have guesses as to what they are. So, over the next three years, they, they, they have plans to release 62 games, okay? Here's what we think Take-Two has cooking. We better be right about XCOM 3. All right. Take-Two held its spring quarterly earnings call on Tuesday, bringing another fiscal year to a close with a casual 5 million more copies of GTA 5 sold. Uh, Take-Two reiterated that it is it has new versions of GTA 5 coming to the next-gen consoles, though naturally, it didn't say a peep about when we should expect GTA 6. But the company did lay out a surprisingly detailed chart on what kinds of games it has coming in the next couple of years. They broke down its 2022, 2023, and 2024 fiscal year release calendars into five categories. So we just read about this. So let's go down here and see what they're what they're thinking. Um, now, are these these are actual dates? So let's reconvene in 2024 and celebrate the plot's stunning accuracy. Okay, so they're trying to fill in predictions so these are not official announcements these are predictions from pc gamer so immersive core from 2021 to 2022 kevin levine's mysterious nemesis system game a a new strategy franchise wwe and nba so they think they think the two games that we're getting that are not new before march of next year are sports games that's probably pretty accurate it's probably too soon for borderlands i said that earlier and i'm like that's like right around the corner there's no way independent ollie ollie word now new iterations of previously released titles so gta 5 for the new consoles red dead redemption 2 for the new consoles grand theft auto 3 20th anniversary edition borderlands 2 for the new consoles mafia definitive edition for the new consoles and then a pga tour redux now after that um, this is from 2022 to 2024. They are predicting. They are predicting Grand Theft Auto 6. Look, it's possible. Borderlands, the movie, the game, or some other spinoff. Bioshock 4, XCOM 3, Civ 7, Duke Nukem gets canceled. <laughs> Brother in Arms, 
now a modern day free to play shooter is what they're thinking Mafia 4 Kerbal Space Program Max Payne Reboot he's still sad The Darkness 3 uh, while we're in wishful thinking mode uh, an official racing game Marbula and then another WWE two more PGA Tours two more NBA 2Ks yeah and then an Outer Worlds 2 Moon Studios Carmelo, Ali Ali Galaxy, a private division game that makes us say, oh, neat. And then mid-core, you know, WWE Battlegrounds 2, NBA Battlegrounds 3, NFL, you know, 2K NFL, Bobblehead Blitz, Sid Meier's Pirates. And then new iterations of previously released titles. Red Dead Remake, boring but cool. A remake of the original, I don't think people would think is boring but cool. And a 10th anniversary of Bioshock Infinite and a Bully Remake. So those are all their predictions. This is from PC Gamer. I think they're extremely ambitious in these predictions. They might just be playing the SEO game. Like, (laughs) right? They might just be playing the SEO game. They're just jamming keywords in here. Um, (laughs) That's smart. Uh... Call of Duty, this is from Game Rant. Call of Duty Warzone Season 3 Reloaded Update Size Revealed. So, the um, new season's gonna have some Rambo in it. There's a nice picture of him. Uh, it's gonna receive a mid-season update. Like the previous season update, it'll be mixing up things for the players. The file size of the upcoming Warzone update for PS4 and PS5 is 14.6 gig. 15.2 gig for Xbox and then uh, for PC it's 14.8 gig for Warzone and then 18.1 for both of them combined Warzone and Modern Warfare. Gee, many Christmas. Um, season 3 Reload Update announcement also revealed, revealed file sizes for Black Ops Cold War. Uh, 10.3 gig for PS5 and what? 7.1 for PS4? This is ridiculous. This is too many numbers to read and make interesting. Um... They'll be receiving the 80s Ancient Heroes event with limited time in bundles and a blockbuster sense of action for the games. So players will have the chance to play Bruce Willis's John McClane from Die Hard uh, and Sylvester Stallone Rambo from Rambo First Blood Part 2. The 80s Action Heroes event goes live tomorrow, May 19th, so that's today. Today on May 19th at 9pm Pacific, and it runs until June at the same time, June 18th at 9pm Pacific. It's going to run in Warzone and Black Ops Cold War. The event will also come with new content for Warzone, including new points of interest like Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard and various camps that will be converted into survival camps from Rambo First Blood 2. See, I think this is one of the reasons that they're pivoting so much support to the Call of Duty brand. You know... They're, they're putting, what, 12, 10 or 12 studios on Call of Duty now. And, I mean, this is why. The, the size, the file size is absurd. You know, putting John Rambo and Bruce Willis in, in your games. Um, you know, it, make, it makes sense. It's like they're, they are cashing in on really what they're doing. Like, if you really want to, if we really analyze what's going on with Call of Duty... There is a game that has heavily influenced what's happening right now in Call of Duty, right? There, there, it's, it's clear to me that the Fortnite live events and the Fortnite events 
are having a huge influence here. Right? Um the the idea that they're they're gonna they're gonna put characters in the game and have an event run for a couple of months, like it's 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 Fortnite has really, really influenced the industry in a significant way. To the point that now Call of Duty is doing events, you know, with characters from movies in them. Warzone is huge, the characters are cool, though I was hoping for Terminator and maybe a Kurt Russell character. I mean, they can do the same thing, just do it later, do it another time. They're trying to copy Fortnite by bringing famous characters into the game. That's exactly right. Like you guys are you guys are on the same wavelength. It's like they are they are very very clearly uh, pushing into the Fortnite format cuz it works, you know. Um, it works. It really really does. Um, and I I I am not surprised. I am not surprised to uh, to to see them doing this, you know. Fortnite has done themselves really really well with these events and Call of Duty is trying to play keep up. I don't think they're trying to play keep up. I think Call of Duty is is doing very very well. Um I I wouldn't call it keep up. I don't know. Not uh, too much focus on skins. They need an all new map, not a redux. They're leaving the door open for someone to fill the void, maybe Battlefield. Well, and who knows with all these people that they're putting on the game, all these studios, there could be other things planned, you know. Um, let's see. What is this? Sega emphasizes the importance of simultaneous localization releases and marketing in discussion link between Metacritic reviews and profits. Um... I've never pulled this one up on stream before, so I don't know if I want to because some of these websites, that that comic book website got weird on us. Um, One of the questions, uh, so the fiscal year ending March 2021 report, there were questions and answer segments. And one of the questions cited Persona 5 Royal uh, or Royale, probably Royal, there's no E at the end, Persona 5 Royal, as a game that topped Metacritic scores in the West in 2020, but question why that did not seem proportionate to the amount of profit the company earned. Um, And Sega answered with the following. Concerning the Metacritic reviews, one of our major regrets in the past is that we had problems with the product quality of our Sonic games, one of the representative IPs, and it received very low scores as a result, as they greatly disappointed users. Since then, we have established a policy of prioritizing the creation of high-quality games that people who purchase will enjoy and will not allow releases that in, that with inadequate quality. Of course, it is best to have a perfect balance between quality, cost, and delivery, QCD. We believe the combination of such quality-oriented policies are reflected in these reviews. Therefore, as you pointed out, the next step is to improve the way in which we sell our products. As we explained in the main part of this report, we believe that there is still potential for significant increase in sales of the same game by global expansion and simultaneous localization in multiple language with earnings that will naturally flow. In the past, for example, the Japanese version of Yakuza was released first and then sold sequentially in other regions, and the level of localization varied with the presence or absence of voices that supported the languages. 
By simultaneously launching the game on multiple platforms and in multiple languages, the company will be able to concentrate its marketing costs, which were previously spread out over a period of time, and thus reduce them. Additionally, the PC market, which used to be dominated by Steam, has become a market environment uh, that allows us to expand our business to other platforms, including Epic Games. As a result, we believe that we are now in a position to aim for 2 to 3 million units in the lifetime of a title that previously sold about 1 million units worldwide. So, Epic is having an influence on projected sales of those games and changing their their marketing strategy instead of staggering because that's what they did in the past. Um um, oh, we have a release date for Grand Theft Auto 5? Huh. Hang on, let's take a look at this one. For Grand Theft Auto 5 on, uh... <coughs> on the next gens. Sorry. Excuse me. There we go. Grand Theft Auto PS5 and Series X release dates revealed. Rockstar Games has announced the release date for GTA 5's big PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X upgrade... For the and GTA's online standalone release, um, we can skip all of the fluff here. Where's the root? Where's the information? Uh, the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X version of GTA Five is slated for November 11th of 2021. So this year is when you should be seeing that uh, coming. that's the official launch date if you're looking to get GTA 5 updated this is going to be a continued thing I think for the foreseeable future I think they're going to continue to take really popular games and give them updated and and boosted versions on the new consoles Um, just playing Days Gone on, on PC it's like you can clearly see so many of these games were held back by the fact that like they were um they were essentially they were essentially held back by um, the the power of those old consoles. You know, um, I bet they never forecast the longevity of GTA Five. It's insane how far that they have milked it. I it, it's it's a it's it's a product that's generating revenue, so it's like it's so hard to fault them. You know what I mean? It's really really hard to fault them. It's generating revenue, it's in demand, like, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's clear. Um, it's very, very clear. People stop buying GTA 5, if we only stop buying it, they might make GTA 6. It's nine years old. Yeah, yeah, it's getting old, you know? Days Gone was a PS5 game for sure, they released it two years too soon. Yeah, my my before you buy review that we're gonna watch here in a little bit. I mean, I I basically say that I'm like I you know this this <laughs> this is a this is a thing, man. This is a thing. Like they they launched some games. God of War ran beautifully. Horizon Zero Dawn ran beautifully. Uh, but man, Days Gone just struggled, and then they fixed it, patched it, and then you run it on a PC, and you're like, oh my gosh. This should never have landed on. <laughs> this should never have landed on that old tag. It just shouldn't have. It bo- it bottlenecked it. It really, really bottlenecked it. Um, it really did. So, 
If you guys didn't go back and watch the micro uh, the micro gaming segment from today, we covered Starfield's launch date and their appearance at E3 with gameplay, Biomutant gameplay breakdown, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. In a little bit, we're going to be doing my Days Gone PC first impressions, which is a sort of a before you buy video, uh, and we'll be watching that together. You don't have to do anything. I push a button and it and it will take you over to that video. Then we will go over to the gaming channel and we'll check out more Days Gone on PC. And then we'll also be checking out the uh, second expedition, No Man's Sky Expedition Season 2, basically, uh, is what we'll be checking out. So we'll be doing two gaming streams over there today, two gameplay. Um, so... <clears throat> So, another reason PlayStation exclusive is not going to PC or because of the haptic feedback controls on their controller for those games are considered an important part of the dev's design and immersion for the game. So you'll definitely be seeing hesitancy for those games. I am curious if that's why, if you read the interview with Horizon Forbidden West developer who said that they are basically looking at, um, they are looking at haptic you know response for when you're in like tall grass you don't necessarily need that because i mean if they're going to bring horizon zero dawn to pc it would be weird a year from now to not bring forbidden west over as well staggered a year port it to pc put it on the you know the steam storefront the sony steam storefront you know and make some money off of it um so I wonder if that's why I wouldn't be surprised if some games like if they know they're going to end up getting ported if they go more gimmick on the haptic feedback it's a feature and and basically it, it's it's there's a part of it that plays into how Returnal is experienced I wonder if other pl- other companies are just going to go you know gimmicky like yeah you can feel the tall grass and hear you know feel the rain dropping on your character um it wouldn't surprise me if they start to lean away from that. Only when they know, like long term, it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a a potential port to PC. You know, thanks, Mama. Uh huh. Days Gone, the sequel. <laughs> Days Gained. That's right. That's right. You think haptic is a gimmick? It's going to get dropped? Here's the one thing. Why is this why are these playlists so quiet? It just kills me. Um the biggest thing hurting haptic is the stupid trigger feedback. Haptic feedback is supported by Steam if the game supports it. Still in beta, but full release this year. Oh, well, there you go.
It's in downloads, intermission slide. Yeah, we gotta yank that out of there. Um, no. Intermission slide two, parentheses one. Yeah, get out. I need to make a new merch slide. Haptic's not a gimmick. If implemented haphazardly, it can come off gimmicky, but it can also do some really interesting stuff. Right. I thought I would love trigger feedback, but I have yet to enjoy it. It feels way stickier. Yeah, it just feels like my 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 trigger is jamming. It's like what what is this? Just an FYI, package says it's arriving Sunday. Thank you, cat. That was, you did that was so generous. You did not need to do that. I appreciate it. I'm interested to try a bow with string tension. Oh, I wonder if they'll do that in Horizon Zero Dawn, like Horizon Forbidden West, like actually make it feel like you're you're pulling the string back. When used correctly, it adds a layer of control previously unobtainable. Akuta Papa says haptics are not a gimmick. The haptics you feel on a controller are only a percentage of what the whole haptic feedback area is. Haptics also cover feedback that will be useful for VR systems. Say if you grab an object, haptics can give you a feeling and limits in your finger movement. Fortnite current season, the bows give feedback. I don't know. YouTube chat needs to weigh in. All right. Like, <clears throat> do you want more feedback in your controller, yes or no? Like, do you think that sounds like a good feature? I, I don't know. 
I think they have to smooth it out because I don't like my trigger just stopping. I know it's more than that, but... Eugene needs to clarify if they played a game with proper haptics. <clears throat> well, I'm just curious if they want it. I'm not asking them if they like it or not. It's like, do you want more feedback? Like, is that is that a feature? Would that sell you on something? If you saw a company offering a controller, or if you saw a company offering some feature that was going to give you more feedback in the controller, is that something that you'd be like, yep, that I want that. There's demand from me for that. I'd rather than focus on finding answers to control drift. Yeah, people are saying that in chat, like, focus on making controllers that don't break or have stick drift. Like, that's more important than than haptic controls. <clears throat> I, I tend to agree with that. I've been very disappointed in the Microsoft controllers as of late. They're bad.
What do you mean by feedback? Like how fast a controller responds? No, 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 no. We're talking about how, like, so the PlayStation, my controller is charging. That was the other thing I noticed with haptic and the vibration. I got to charge this thing all the daggum time. So the controller will give you resistance. It'll stop, like, halfway down if you're using a particular weapon or doing a particular thing. I turned it off in, um, I turned it off in Returnal. I could not break 10 years or more, however long I'd play with a control, an Xbox controller. When did World at War come out, right? When did that come out? Here. Call of Duty World at War release. What was the original release? 2008. So, <clears throat> 13 years of just pulling the trigger all the way down, I could not suddenly create new muscle memory to, like, pull the trigger halfway down in Returnal. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was always pulling it all the way in, which meant I was always accidentally using my my alt-fire. And I know a lot of the time you hip-fire in Returnal, but still, the random times I would try an ADS, I'd jack it up and I'd use my alt-fire, and you don't want to do that. Your alt-fire is a massive, massive help. And so I switched it. <clears throat> I remember I remember missing my shots in Hitman the first couple of times I tried to shoot. Why? Because the controller was like it was like I thought my my I thought my uh, trigger was messing up. I was like, why is it jamming halfway down? Yeah, Arch Enigma apparently haptic support in steam is 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 on the way so you should be able to plug in a a playstation controller and get the haptic feedback on pc more than likely that's because sony has a steam storefront and they're like no we we want it all we want it we want everything to work as it's intended Can't adapt to simple controls. Nobody can but guess. Biome 3. That's right. What's good, Kane? Now then. Alt-fire was a full pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ADS was half a pull. Alt-fire was full pull. And I messed it up all the time. Because when you're panicking, right? Like... No one, no one plays that controlled. When you're panicking, you're pulling that trigger all the way down. I was shocked and happy to find you covered Final Fantasy yesterday. Uh, yeah, people really, really want me to play and cover that game. I just, I just don't know if it's in the cards, man. You guys really, really want me to, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't. Two buttons in one. I don't need two buttons in one. I don't. I don't. I... I, (laughs) Like, I get it. I get it. It's cool. It's a super creative idea. It really, really is. But, I don't know. It just, it ends up, it ends up feeling, it ends up feeling really, really weird. Um... Don't get into Final Fantasy. It's a t- it's an absolute time sink. I am just open to right. 
I am just open to uh, orbiting around another game. Not diving in, not planting our flag in it, but just orbiting around other games like we're doing with No Man's Sky. You know what I mean? What if you co-stream with Ginger? He could walk you through it. May help with networking too. I don't think I will ever be doing content like that. I just, it's so much simpler if it's just me. I just, if we ever do that, that's not in the cards anywhere in the near future. I just don't have time. I can't do any of the stuff that we used to do. The shows, the segments, that none of that. I just don't have time. It's just, we have to stick to the core, and the core is me. You know? <clears throat> here's what I don't get instead of adding more buttons to controllers you know like every pro elite enhanced controller does Sony instead goes with these half pushes to artificially add buttons to the controller yeah like I could have used I could have used one underneath just another trigger underneath would have been better in my mind so you have you'd have your long trigger your short trigger and then your and then your bumper I don't know Last of Us 2 got a PS5 update today. Those are really, really hard to cover because they're just shoving them out at random. Do you remember when they announced the update for Ratchet and Clank? And they were like, yeah, maybe next month. And then they were like, surprise, it's today. And I was like, ah, we were going to play that. I like the rumble in Returnal Kane. I just didn't like the, 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 the trigger thing. I, I played significantly better after I switched that. I don't think I would have been able to beat the the biome two boss with the, with the default controls. I don't think I would have been able to do it. I think I'd have been I think I'd have been stuck. I think I'd have been stuck. I just think I would have gotten. I I don't know. It's a lot of hip fire in that fight. It's a lot of hip fire in that fight. So, you know. it's more intuitive for average users more buttons will confuse a lot of the average users I mean I'm not going to disagree with that but at the same time you're still asking me to half pull a trigger like you're asking me to half pull a trigger and I I I just I can't do it I can't dude can't do it um Uh, gaming days gone. Fundraiser. Uh, 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 uh. It's still set to private, right? Mm-hmm. Trigger stops already exist on controllers. No, 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 no. This isn't a trigger stop. This isn't hair trigger on a, on an elite controller. Max level dad. This is resistance. It's like it stops and you can go past it all the way. It, it's like analog when it first came out. I still like the D-pad for 12 months or so, but now it just seems silly. Uh, here's what I don't get. Oh, wait, hang on. And I have heard... I don't know what he's responding to. I've come to the conclusion people mistreat their controllers... Wait, what's what's he responding? What are you responding to, Eugene? 
I've heard horror stories from Chad about uh, those $200 controllers breaking, freaking insane. I treat my controllers like they're made out of glass, and all of my controllers except for PS5 have problems. I treat them like they're made out of glass. They're on a desk. They go from here here to here. Here to here. That's it. That's, That's what happens with the controller. And every single one of my Xbox controllers has issues except for like these two that I got from Target. I got this this teal gray one and then I got a red one and those are the only ones that that work right. And the only ones that work right. Um it, it's 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 ridiculous. Set is an instant premiere. Done. Yeah, see, you can't edit the premiere unless you schedule it. I wonder if we schedule it. Do we get more options for today? I think when we schedule it, we can affect... um, I think we can affect it... um, Oh, we should be doing these at 12.20 roughly oh we can't 12.15 today we have to watch the time so today's the 19th done I think when you schedule a premiere though they get a noti trailers can be 15 to 3 minutes long and play until the countdown begins I can't turn off that countdown creature I can't do it No matter what, no matter what, it, uh, yeah, and I can't redirect it to an existing live stream either. It's not letting me do it. Search your videos, because today's video is titled, what, Biomutant Gameplay? Yeah, I can't redirect to this stream even though it's already live. I thought maybe we could loop people back here. That would be counterproductive. You get a notification? Yeah, I can't schedule it as a premiere. That would be a mistake. We need to do an instant public premiere like we've been doing. You get one noti instead of two. We can't remove... So this, this, this intro that happens when we do a premiere, I don't know why it's so loud. I don't know why it's ten times louder than me. It doesn't make any sense at all. My audio right now goes into the red on the broadcast. Like, I can't make myself any louder. I can't on the broadcast. It's not possible. Even if I if I raise OBS's vo- volume right now, I don't get any louder. The music just gets louder, right? I cannot increase my volume. It's not possible. So that intro, when we go over to the video, we're about to go watch my Days Gone PC before you buy video. I cannot, I cannot control, I cannot control it. I can't control the volume of that intro. It's so weird. Super, super weird that that happens. So it's like a 13 minute video, so we'll need to go over there in just about three minutes. Um... So if you guys haven't seen me play Days Gone on PC, I have written a first impressions before you buy video that we are getting ready 
uh, to go and watch. Um, we are getting ready to go watch it. Okay. Before you buy, calm down ACG. What's that? Is that another channel that does before you buy videos? I just noticed it was a commonly searched term, so I thought it'd be a good title. I played for three and a half hours. I feel I can weigh in pretty pretty well on it. <clears throat> when you guys are here uh, in the afternoon and you come over to this video with us, it's a massive, massive help. If you're not here and you get the ping for it, and you come and watch it when it first comes live, that's also amazing. So whether you're here or not, this will be kind of the, our format for a while now. Um, I like the concept of how you do these before you buy.